Hello, Dad Fam. It's um, Harry Plopper, Ben's quietest character ever. All right, I'm not going to do that for the whole thing. This is Ben. Thank you so much for checking out Dat Heroic Endeavors. Just so you're aware, we're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, consider joining our Patreon so that you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of humanity. Of course, the best way to directly support the podcast is by doing the little things. Rate, follow, review, subscribe on, well, wherever it is you're listening. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are Sirenscape. You can add these sounds and more by downloading the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. Guess what? The app is free. But we would appreciate it if you use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hey, PaizoCon people! Welcome to the Dragons and Things Networks. We've got Ben Birch down there in the in the bottom right. Then we've got Nathan Andrasek in the very middle, front center. We've got Megan Caves next to her. We've got Jamie Mills, and then last and least, definitely the person we don't like to talk about at all is Adam Conover. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love Adam Cotton wow. deeply, and he is with us here today. <laughs> Without too much further ado, why don't we go ahead and play some Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Welcome to Heroic Endeavors Incorporated, where licensed champions of justice take on the hallowed task of defending the lives, honor, and premium insured assets of everyone with an open and up-to-date contract who requires the aid of heroes. Five such heroes sit in a small conference room at the AGI headquarters in the great city of Cavalosha. They are keen, experienced adventurers, ready for any task set before them, and they await word for what dangers they will face today. The only door to the room opens, and an AGI administrator hurries into the room, a stack of folders in his slender hands. He drops the folders onto the table with a tremendous slapping sound and opens the one at the very top. His eyes go wide. He blinks twice, looking around at all of you. Under his breath, you hear the word, really? And then he shrugs. Uh, okay, you're headed to meet with a client in the Sorota Forest to um, slay a dragon? No, uh, I, I think. The administrator pauses, clearly at a bit of a loss. Well, uh, do you understand the nature of your assignment? What do you do? I'm sorry, you said dragon. Uh, look, I, I really wouldn't worry. Dragons were driven out of Drake Ridge decades ago. However, our, it's part of our charter with the royal government of Thaspir. It indicates that HEI is required to respond to any reports of dragon activity. This is almost certainly a prank or a report for somebody who just ate the wrong kind of mushroom. I... I can guarantee you that if there was the real chance there was a threat of a dragon, we wouldn't be sending such inexperienced licensees. Just look, poke around in the forest for a bit. We'll fill out the paperwork that says we did our job. It's, it's going to be fine, I'm sure. So you're saying that we're just doing busy work then? Uh, in a way, but it's very important busy work that allows us to maintain our contract with the city. So, you see, think of it not so much as busy work as uh, an investigation. Something I believe you're quite a specialist at, yes? I am, yes. I'm a detective. This is my badge. Uh, I'm just, I just feel like there would be a better use for our time, right? Right? We're very uh, advanced uh, adventurers, I'd say. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, Are you I me old? wouldn't. Looking at your personnel files, I would say that this kind of work is exactly what you're suited for. All right. Well, I guess I guess we'll do it, and we'll do it in style, right, everyone? Uh, and you you see a, a little a little gray boy. Uh, he he raises his hand. Um, what? Um, yes. Um, um, hello, sir. My name's Harry Plopper, and um, if if I know how to speak to snakes, will that will that help me speak to dragons? I who let this weird <laughs> child in here? Uh, he's like flipping through more papers. Like I can't find your file, and who was your recruiting officer? What is happening? You're a child. Why are you here? Oh, um, I'm I'm just looking for a way to die for for real this time. So, uh, you know, I uh, I have a lot of other things to do. So, do you understand the nature of your assignment? Uh, uh, He's like backing up towards the door at this point. Yes, go check that there's not a dragon in this road to forest. Come back, get paid. Done. If there does happen to be a dragon, though, uh, do we kill it, I assume? (laughs) I I don't think you'll really need to worry about what to do next if you see a dragon. If you see an actual dragon, I'm sure it'll work itself out. Uh, (laughs) uh, Is there more pay if we do kill a dragon? Oh, sure. If you actually kill a dragon, I'm sure you'll be well compensated if you actually find a real... (laughs) And he's backing out. He's, like, got the door open. He's just like, (laughs) sure, sure. Uh, Yeah, we'll pay you a lot, I'm sure. (laughs) Closes the door behind him. Well, that guy was a real charmer. There's so many people deny our abilities. (sighs) Understandable. Well, so this this little one, we're we're taking him with us. I don't know. Yes. Something seems quite wrong with him. Every time I look at him, it's I don't know. Doesn't seem right. He said something about being dead. Oh yes, um, I've died forty-seven times. What? Uh, really? Usually, I have a real problem with your type, but I guess if you're helpful and you can take out a dragon, then why not, right? Yeah, well, um, I, I don't really have the choice of coming back. Some, some necromancer keeps bringing me back to life. Where's the necromancer? I, I can't ever find him. His name's Moldevort, though. And I, uh, and I really just need to get better and better and then take him out and then die so that I can stay dead. I want right. to walk over and poke Harry Plopper on the forehead. <laughs> And you you see when you when you come in to poke him, he's got this weird scar. Uh, it, it's shaped like a cloud. <laughs> it's like a cloud, and you claim to be dead. Yes. Oh yes, very dead. Interesting. Can I have a skin sample? Oh um, yes. He, here you go. And it pulls off a bit of his skin and hands it oh. to, to the lizard man. Disgusting. All right. Uh, put that in my pouch for later examinations. Dead or not, we should move forward so that we can be paid, yes? 
Yes, yes, I like getting paid. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Fanray will make for the door, not looking at whatever information was left. Okay. Uh, There is indeed a a folder of information uh, that Fanray uh, turns her nose up at and begins leaving the room. I will grab Uh, that folder. Okay. Uh, you see that it has a, a small map of the Sirota Forest. Uh, there is a an X marked where the uh, sighting is reported to have taken place. And so you at least know where you need to go. The forest itself is maybe two miles outside the, the city limits, so it won't take you a horribly long time to get there. Uh, and provided that there aren't any actual threats, you should be done with this by lunchtime. Oh! Uh, oh so I'll go after... Um, Jamie, what's your character's name again? Fanray. Fanray. I'll go after her and be like, uh, darling Fanray, uh, do you know where you're going? <laughs> to the Sirota Forest, Yes. Oh yes, but we have a more specific spot that's uh, right in right in these folders here. And I'm sure you'll tell me where it is as we head to the forest. Oh, was that your plan? That is quite clever. You're just thinking right ahead. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, should we get everyone else? Where'd they go? I guess. Um, everyone. Yeah. This um, way. It's it's t- t- to the right of you. Oh, oh right. yes. Well, uh, I am quite short. I missed you somehow. It's, I just saw like I am like a giant pillar. My apologies. Yes, yes. And you just see behind you uh, a little ways. It's just this shambling little boy. He's walking a little slower than the rest of you, but he's he's making his way up ever so cautiously. Oh, yes. Well, I'm I'm coming. <laughs> Are you always this slow? And do you always make that dragging sound with your feet when you walk? Oh, um, yes, I do. Ah, okay, well, that's something to keep in mind if we want to be quiet. Yep. <laughs> yes. Well. Onward, then, yes. <laughs> Onward to the forest. Following uh, the map left for you by your HEI administrator, uh, you begin your journey uh, out of the city, and toward the forest. Um, you arrive uh, not too deep in at a tall stone column. This menhir is a place well known by those who brave its depths, uh, the brave the depths of the Sorota Forest. Uh, this, stall, this stone column, uh, with its ancient purpose unknown, uh, has been the site of quite a few mysterious sightings and events of late. Uh, and in fact, several of you have in the past had adventures that took you to this very spot. However, for the moment, this is where you were instructed to be, but you don't see any sign of any dragon or any other creature for that matter. So what do you do? Is that a leg or a column? Oh, I think it's a column. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, can I see if anyone's been here recently? Sure. Make a survival check. All right. Let's see which roll. Which way. Oh, all right. 18 on the dice plus eight is a 26. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, you do see that over the past few weeks, uh, there has been a lot of activity in this area of the wood. Some of it, uh, you can recall, is activity from people from HEI. Uh, in fact, uh, near this stone column, 
sort of lying on the ground, you see a, a 20 foot ladder that is just like uh, slowly being <laughs> subsumed by the forest for some reason. Uh, and as you're inspecting this, there is suddenly a cloud of swirling purple mist that explodes from the top of the Meneer. It is accompanied by a great roar that shakes the leaves of the trees around you. And as you're standing there watching, stunned, wondering if perhaps indeed a dragon has come for you, the swirling cloud of purple smoke dissipates. Standing atop the ancient stone column is what is technically a dragon, but it's about the size of a house cat. And it has shimmering green and blue scales and butterfly wings. And as you're wondering what exactly you're supposed to do with this thing, it speaks. Are you like uh, the heroes that I ordered? Are you the dragon that we're supposed to be searching for? Well, like, yeah, definitely. I think, right? Like, you are from HEI, correct? Yes, Um, we are from HEI. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I'm really glad to meet you. My name is Bill. (laughs) and I would like to hire your services because I have, like, a problem that I need you to handle. Uh, is it a dragon problem? Is that a, uh, no offense, I think? Well, it's like a dragon problem in the sense that I am a dragon and I have a problem. Right, uh, right. Yes, well, uh, uh, to be entirely honest, we thought we were going to come to slay a dragon. Well, like, sort of. Kind of, but, like, not for real, real. Do you understand? Like, no. yes, but also no. No, I, no. I, does anyone else, I, do I, is, I don't understand. No, it's, it's fine. A- I'll, like, let me explain. So, here's the deal. There are kobolds. And they are infesting my cave because I kind of tricked them into thinking that I was a baby, like, true dragon because it was, like, super funny. But they totally believed it and they worship me now and they will not, like, go. Oh, do you understand? Uh, uh, does any? What is it that you are if you're not a baby dragon? Does any do any of you know? Oh no, no! I am like a full-grown fairy dragon. Like I will not get bigger than this, which is going to be a problem because at some point the kobolds will definitely notice, and I think they will be maybe violently inclined to seek retribution on mm. like this. Um, sure. Um, so you need to take, you need us to take care of the kobolds because you lied to them. Okay, but like, I don't want you to hurt them. Because here's the thing, we've been like kind of chill and I've, I think we've come a long way with the kobolds and they like respect me. So I don't want them near me anymore, but I want them to go. 
I just need my space. Here's the plan. What I want you to do is come to my cave and like, I will challenge you and then you will like slay me and they'll be like super upset and they will go and they will, their spirits will be broken, but not their bodies. You understand? Spirits broken, not their bodies. Uh, also, do not break my body, but like pretend to. What? Do you understand? Uh, well, and what keeps them from attacking us after we have fake killed you then? Well, like, I'm totally going to be like, I challenge these heroes, stay back, my minions, and they will, like, listen to me. Because, again, they totally worship me. They think I'm, like, a god or something, I think. And so you will pretend to kill me, and they will be like, oh, no, they killed the mightiest dragon that we've ever, like, come into contact with. We have to run away. Ah, arts of deception, always entertaining. Definitely. And when they think you're dead and they come back thinking you're a martyr and they make an altar in your cave to then worship you after you've died, you'll take care of that because we will have done our job. I don't think you quite understand. Like, kobolds, look, these guys are chill, but they're not brave at like all they will absolutely run away i have confidence that there is no way this plan could possibly go wrong i have thought about it for like an hour okay ah well uh uh, well, here's my question. If uh, we pretend slay you, can we also go back to town and tell them that we slayed a dragon? Like, I mean, that would be, like, on you. That's your karma if you want to, like, take that deceit on yourself. I will say from experience, lying can go wrong. So, like, watch out Kobolds could be living in your house for months and like bringing you things and never leaving you alone and asking you thousands of questions just because you thought it would be like chill and funny to pretend that you were like a big time dragon. Yeah, that's a real specific consequence. (laughs) I think it makes sense. Yes. I would say I'm fine with it. That is awesome. And I think that our business arrangement is going to go splendidly. So here's the deal. Um, After you've agreed to help, Bill flutters his wings with joy and begins sketching out a little map of the forest. He flutters down to the ground, begins sketching a map of the forest with his claws He's like, okay, so here's the deal. To get to my home, you have to travel, like, deep in the forest. First thing you're going to want to do is stop by this brook where there is a raspberry patch. Absolutely killer berries. I don't recommend the water here, though. You're going to want to travel east another two miles to get to this little spring that is so much better. Once you've done that, you're going to come back here. You're going to head north four miles. Probably spend some time in the Lily Bloom Bloom Grove. It is really good for the spirit, and I find that it just refreshes the mind. At that point, I want you to go south three more miles. Rest 
and then like go west for another mile, take 10 to 15 minutes for yourself, really breathe and just like be in that moment. And at that point, you're going to see some rocks and blue ferns. And that is where my cave is. I'm going to go there now, meet me there tonight and we'll like do this thing. Okay. Uh, sh- sure. So oh, is, uh, are all of those stops uh, a requirement for the job? I'm sorry, what was that? All of those stops, the, the stops you said, the, the raspberries, I, the, 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 I mean, are they a requirement? That's like, that's for your benefit. Like, ah. I mean, those are, those berries, like, they're going to be good for another two weeks tops and then... You know, you missed out. Sure. So at that point, uh, Bill like flutters up to the top of the the menhir. He like waves to all of you. He's like, "I will see you tonight uh, again. Please do not like for real kill me uh, or the little dudes who they're just trying their best, right?" And then he begins fluttering off through the forest, leaving you alone. What do you do? I, that was not uh, the thing I expected out of this. <laughs> oh, very different from what I was thinking as well. Uh, yeah. We didn't discuss uh, a payment plan. <laughs> Well, as long as he pays HEI and we're the ones they've hired, they owe us. Oh, okay, good, good. Some little, little, uh, hairy, yes? Yes, um, did, did anyone else see that dragon? Oh, yeah, we, you? we just had a yes. whole conversation with him, Harry. What were you doing? Oh, I was flabbergasted at the sight of it. Ah. I, I stood there like this the whole time. <laughs> right, you're right. going to be an enormous help, I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, would anyone like to go see what this raspberry bush is all about? Yes. Uh, I suppose yeah. so. Anybody who would like can make a nature and or survival check. Hmm. <laughs> Great on both of those. Oh. Ooh. That's a 12. Good old Harry Plopper got an 18 for nature. Oh. I also got a 12. 12. Uh, Harry, you're realizing, especially <laughs> with the, the speed that you move at, if they take all this time to like basically go all these... like The dragon literally has you move and then move north and then come most of the way back. Uh, you realize that you could probably find a much faster route to where you're going if you wanted to unless you want to see all the sites of the forest and then you're more than welcome to do that uh it just seems like he's asking you to to take a lot of unnecessary stops that don't make a lot of sense to you well it's it seems like um from from knowing uh, i'm not sure how i know um based upon my half lives my past lives um but I, it seems like he's giving us a, a circuitous route um, back to where he is. Uh, I thought that might be the case. Well, what do you all want to do? Do you want to eat some raspberries and take a very long walk? Well, 
We're uh, not supposed to kill him, right? Right. Well, I think the important thing is how do we make it look like we are killing him without actually killing him? I agree. Well, raspberries, though. <clears throat> Smear that upon him when we're beating him senseless could try to make it pretend like there's blood upon him. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Dragon's blood is uh, red, right? Yeah. Uh... Arcana is a good check for those uh-huh. who want to know more about uh, fairy dragons. Dragon blood. Uh, I assume kobolds aren't smart enough. Uh, <laughs> dragon blood knowledge with seven. Harry Plopper got a 21. Whoa. Harry oh. Plopper is the best character in the group. Turns out <laughs> he's actually the best. <laughs> Turns out I, the dice aren't lying. Um, <laughs> You know that fairy dragons are actually fey creatures. Um, he was not telling the, the, a lie. He will definitely not get much larger than he is currently. Um, and you would say that his blood, like, yeah, it, it would. Uh, if he were to bleed, it would be red. Uh, I will also tell you, with a 21, I will give you, do you want to know... Actually, there aren't weaknesses. Oh, do you want to know about uh, immunities or do you want to know about one of its abilities? I'll give you one. Uh, more uh, abilities, please. Abilities. Uh, it's, uh, it casts spells, a uh, limited selection of mostly illusory type spells. Okay. Um, so um, that, that fairy dragon uh, is a fey creature. It, it's bloody red. Um, ah, and good. It, it's a spellcaster. I'm sure I've read about it in one of my books, uh, but um, I can't remember which one. So, yeah, it could, red red would be good. Good. Raspberries are red, so. Best lead we have. You're quite the intelligent little one, aren't you? Oh, yes, yes. I, I would hope so. All right, that's helpful. To the raspberries. Okay. Yes. Indeed. You decide that you're going to make a day of it, uh, and you follow the fairy dragon's directions. Bill uh, was not lying when he tells you uh, that to the north there are raspberries. You do find that near uh, a small babbling brook is a massive patch of very large, plump, red raspberries. Hmm. Do these look like normal raspberries, or do they appear to have any type of special quality? Uh, Nature checks for for determining that would be acceptable. Hmm. Um, 15. Uh, 19. Aside from just being outstanding quality, they appear to be normal red raspberries. 25. And Hawk confirms that these are just really good raspberries. Nice. Oh, I pick some. All right. A lot. I have them. Same. It's, we'll grab handfuls of them. Sure, 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 sure. Hmm. Ouch. Well, at least we know we won't go hungry. <laughs> well, I can't remember if raspberries are good for dogs or not. Oh. Because I have a dog. He's been here the whole time. <laughs> He's been here the whole time. <laughs> Jax is just like... <laughs> He's just like, why is no one talking to me? <laughs> Sorry, boy. Forgot about you. 
So you all gather some raspberries. uh, And what do you do? What's next? What was the next direction? It was... uh, uh, Better water two miles away. Yes. And after that, I think it was the lily field. Right. And then another three miles after that, right? Yes. Yeah. And right. then we look for rocks Wait. and blue ferns. Well, I think the question at this point is, do we still want to take this longer route? Is there anything else we need from these locations? Well, um, perhaps we don't know that we would need things until we get there and see them. Yes, that is a point. I would agree with such a thing. Who knows what we could find within the water, and it could come in with our deception when, when we're trying to play the minds of the kobolds, yes. Very good call, little Harry Plopper. <laughs> I rather like this little undead boy. Ah, don't like that undead part, but all right. If it helps, it wasn't my choice, so, um, you know. It doesn't. Right. <laughs> so, we're going to the brook, yes? Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so you decide that you are going to follow Bill's advice and take his little triptych around the Sirota Forest. Uh, you get to the brook, the water is cool and crisp and clear, and it tastes delicious, and but you don't notice really anything else special about the area. Um, you head to the, the grove that he spoke of, and the flowers are in full bloom, and they're beautiful, and it's peaceful, and it's such a sight to behold. And it actually helps a little bit. It helps a little bit because the, the smell that is wafting off of Harry Plopper uh, is sort of dampened uh, in the grove. Like the, the smell of the flowers actually helps overpower that. And you probably gather some of the, 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 uh, the branches and sort of like make him carry them along so that uh, you don't have to, the, the smell of decay doesn't follow you. Stick, um, stick a few in his shirt as well too, as he's walking by. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do all of the things that Bill asked you to do, and it does feel good. And, and he's definitely pointed out some really excellent places to like spend a day in the forest, but none of it seems to be particularly helpful. Um, and then finally, as you complete his little his little triptych, you do indeed see rocks ahead uh, that are covered up by blue-leaved ferns. What do you do? Ah, uh, I, I think this is the spot! Yes, can I, can I examine the blue ferns? Yes. Uh, sure. So you've gotten to this, uh, this cave, and it is uh, quite a wonderful space. It actually has a lot in common with some of the other places that Bill sent you to. Uh, you're getting sort of a vibe from this dragon, like, like this fairy dragon. Like, he really just deeply appreciates uh, natural beauty uh, and his the location that he's chosen to to make his own is no exception. Uh, it is located near another natural spring. Uh, the rocks are covered in soft emerald moss and vibrant flowers grow on swaying vines that hang from every tree. The cave entrance that you can barely see, you really only notice it uh, uh, out of hand because you know it was here and you were, it was sort of pointed out to you on the, on the little map that Bill drew, uh, doesn't even have these large blue-leaved ferns. And as you're approaching them, you actually can hear sounds coming forth. It sounds like 
a horrible, chaotic jumble uh, of voices that you loosely identify something that you would guess would have to be called music, uh, coupled with laughter and sharp yipping sounds coming from inside. So you know that, like, there's definitely... This This is an occupied cave. Uh, but you get up to the ferns. I mean, all the noise that's coming from inside seems to have everybody distracted. You get up to the ferns, uh, and you wanted to inspect them. So um, nature or perception will do it for me. 18. <laughs> Rolling great. Seven. Seven. Oh. They are blue. Blue oh ferns. Bluest ferns I've ever seen. I also got seven. Uh, sorry, Hawk, what was that? Nineteen. Nineteen. You actually know that these particular ferns are somewhat of an invasive species, but not dangerous to the area. The reason they are here um, is that or the the reason they're not from here is because they are not native to this plane of existence. It is very likely that you are close to a place where the veil between the material plane and the first world has grown exceptionally thin, which now that you're thinking of it would account for the fact that Bill is here at all. They tend, they are actually from the first world and they tend to inhabit areas where that barrier has grown quite uh, tenuous. Uh, Fanray will take out one of her daggers and definitely take a little sampling, especially with a root of this fern. Sure, sure. Uh, easily done. What about the rest of uh, Hawk is going to take the raspberries and try to mash them up sure. so that they're already in this kind of paste for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of empties out one of his pouches that he can kind of store some of this paste in hopes of working it into the battle. Uh, Okay, so you have this red, this sort of thick red paste. You can see that it's not super convincing as fake blood, but in a pinch, it'll do you. If I mix in a little brown dirt just to get it nice and dark, maybe. Mm -hmm. If you're going to try to really get fancy with it, you can make a craft check. Oh, all right, here we go. That's a thing I kind of know how to do. Ah, 14. 14, okay, yeah. I mean, you you get a, uh, you sort of thin it out with some water, you darken it a bit, uh, you start picking out a lot of the pulp and the seeds and, and leaving yourself more of a liquid. And yeah, you, you get a, a, a little bit more of a convincing fake blood. Nice. You made a coulee, quite nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Jim Jam. Harry yes. Plopper, being undead and all, uh, uh, has has dark vision. Does, does that, he? Yeah. Does that help me when I look into said cave from so far away? Uh, do you want to get all up in the entrance of the cave and start yeah, poking he, around in there? He's a curious little one. Sure. Uh, looking into the cave, you can see that the sounds are coming from much deeper within, and it's a very natural area, so you can see, like, uh, you can't see very deep into it because it's not just a straight tunnel. It's not a, it's not a carved 
uh, cave. It's, it's uh, it twists and turns. But what you can immediately see is that you won't actually need your dark vision because there is the glow of flickering firelight from deeper within. So you know that whatever little festival they're they're holding in there, which you can still hear, uh, is uh, they they are they have lit it up. Uh, Jim Jam, what language is it that they're speaking? Uh, the do you know Draconic? Uh, it is the uh, serpent tongue that I have prepared. The reptilian, yeah. Mm. So. yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Um, you hear uh, make a perception check Ben no this is fine this is fine Ben (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) that's a 18 18 okay Uh, you catch little snippets Uh, again most of the sound is drowned out by this horrible cacophony of music coming from within but you do catch a lot some of the singing that comes through appears to be um, songs about the mighty Bill. You hear (laughs) Bill a lot. Um, You you get the sense that just about everything that you can pick out is about Bill. Well, um, everyone, um, the the songs are about Bill. If I'm if you were curious, and um, well, uh, you won't need dark vision or anything like that. There's torches in there. Oh, well, well, that's uh, good. Nice. Should we um, have some kind of plan before we go in outside of raspberries and songs? I guess. Oh. Um, well, I've actually come up with an idea. Um, I used to, when I was a, a boy, I would create dancing lights and then I would fling them and be and say, oh, yes, there's a magic missile at you. And there's another one. And there's another. So I think I could do that. Nice. All right. Well, the point is to deceive them, right? And try to intimidate them into thinking what we want them to believe. Right. Why? I mean, if I, he's I could projecting... Definitely... Go, go. Oh, I was just going to say I can definitely help with the deception and intimidation portion of it, most definitely. Hmm. Uh, when it comes to looking like you've harmed him, I can help with the deception. I also happen to be able to use dancing lights. I was thinking of using them more to avert their gaze when we don't need them to be looking certain ways. Uh, Hmm. um, I also have just light. It doesn't dance, but uh, it's light. (laughs) I have the ability to look at lights. I can't create it. Um, Ah. I, I also could go in there and I could make darkness just cover up in the entirety of Bill and then it, w- it wouldn't matter. They wouldn't be able to see. Neither would we. I think the whole point is that they need to see this happen for them to believe it. Oh, but I was suggesting that we um, put the darkness over there 
um, someone runs in, puts raspberry all over his body, and then the darkness ends. There's an idea. I mean, if he's projecting himself to be larger than he is, we definitely want to make sure, I mean, I don't know, you magicians, how does that work? Is he going to be towards the centre? Should we aim towards the outside a little bit more? Or is that just a shot in the dark as well? Well, especially if it's more of an illusion, it quite depends. Well... Um, Maybe at this point we should just go in and wing it. <laughs> I agree with the halfling. All right. It works for countless adventurers. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Hawk's actually going to pull out a couple of arrows that he's going to make sure sit in a very particular spot in the okay. quiver, and he's going to just pre-coat them okay. with that raspberry. Because sure. gotcha. as fast as he fires... <clears throat> There's at least evidence. Right. Right. Sure. Does anybody else want to make uh, any other preparations before you head into the cave? Uh-huh. Uh, Harry doesn't have very many earthly goods. Um, so, no. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Hawk, do you happen to have uh, more of that raspberry concoction? Yeah, I mean, I grabbed a bunch. Here, uh, it's in this pouch. <laughs> Want some? <laughs> and Fanray will put some, like, on one Smash side of pouch. her dagger and rapier. Sure. You so prep, that- uh, prep your blade. Mm-hmm. So Hawk's got a prepped weapon. Uh, Fanray's got a prepped weapon. Uh, it sounds like Harry Plopper doesn't have anything to prep. Uh, <laughs> Zima oh. seems ready to go. What about Rias? Are you ready to head in there? Uh, you Rias. No, Rias is fine. Especially if we're going to wing it. That's okay. It is a tried and true tradition amongst your kind. Uh, The only question I have is, do you intend on sort of sneaking up into this, or are you just going to burst in? Uh, Well, it seems like we should make quite a big show of this, right? So maybe we burst in and make it real nice and theatrical. Agreed. Okay. So that's exactly what you do. You burst into the cave and you see about a dozen kobolds all around a fire, eagerly tearing into bits of rancid smelling food. Each kobold is wearing a ridiculous shoulder harness with mock butterfly wings made of scrap cloth and sticks. At the head of this feast sits Bill on a pedestal, surrounded by a pile of trinkets, looking kind of miserable. The feast stops when you enter, and Bill is the first to react, rising up into the dare, uh, up into the air. Oh, no. Intruders, how, how dare you, like, come into my house? Uh, I am the mighty, the mighty blood crusher spine shaker, and I am going to absolutely destroy you. Oh. Uh, you see that some of the kobolds start moving towards spears and wicker shields nearby, but Bill snaps something them in a language that only Harry Plopper seems to, to <laughs> um, recognize. But then immediately in common, he says, I've like told my servants that I will devour you myself for your crimes. So like, on guard, rapscallions. Uh, this is going to, we're going to play this in encounter mode. But when you make attack rolls, you'll be using deception, uh, to attack Bill, uh, and on a success, you'll deal damage to him. 
Uh, on a failure, however, you will raise the suspicion of the surrounding kobolds. And the kobolds, you know, they'll listen to Bill so much, but if they really feel like something's not on the up and up, they might start to interfere with the fight and cause problems for you. If, however, you feel like the kobolds are getting a little too rowdy, you can always make an intimidation check to try to reduce their willingness to, to step in. Um, the, basically, the more rowdy the kobolds are, the more they're going to interfere. So you don't want to let them get too out of hand before you can kill Bill. Uh, but with all of that, <laughs> why don't we roll initiative? And instead of using perception... We're all going to use deception or intimidation as our Ooh, as our yeah. skill for the moment. Right. Oh, great, Jim Jam! Because I've like really that. built a character that's good at deception and intimidation. Thanks, I decided to do that specifically for you, my friend. <laughs> I still did great. <laughs> well, twenty-one for Rias. Rias is on a twenty-one. 27 for Fan Ray. 27? Yeah. Wow. Fan Ray was ready for this. She was born to do this. 12 for Zemma. 12 for Zemma? Yeah. That's a 13 for Hawk. 13 for Hawk. Jim Jam, that's an 18 on the die, so an 18. <laughs> Roll HP, Mr. Plopper himself. Well, Fanray, you are the first to react. You're the quickest. You can see that the kobolds currently do seem a little rowdy, and you're not so certain that they're just going to sit back and do nothing right now. However, you know that your main objective is to look like you're killing Bill. So what did you, what do you choose to do? Uh, Fanray is actually going to cast Dancing Lights. Okay. Uh, which is two actions, I believe. And she is going to set them up, like, uh, behind her, directly up her spine, as okay. they can hear. So she is projecting this enormous shadow in this cave. And she takes her dagger in one hand, her rapier in the other, prepped with the raspberries, uh, and holds them to her sides and says, You mighty blood crusher spine shaker, we will take you down! And moves forward to hopefully next time attack Bill. Sure. Well, uh, if the spell's two actions and then drawing your weapons is another action, I had that'll them put you. Out. What was that? I had them out when I entered. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you but, had taken that because you were so preparing them. That's forward. fine. So you basically just charge right up to old Bill. Uh, I will have the kobolds make a will save to see if they believe uh, if, if they if they believe your your lights or if they recognize them for what they are. Let's see. That is a failure. So I will go ahead and they start to like. They're like, oh, they the oh, they're they're starting to, to get really frightened. Uh, they don't look nearly as ready to step in, thanks to your spell. Uh, and after that, it is actually Bill's turn. He reacts, and he kind of looks at you as you're walking up to him. And he kind of winks at you, uh, and then he inhales sharply, and <laughs> this cloud of purple mist surrounds you. And I need you to make a fortitude save. <gasps> fortitude. Bill's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
Oof, that is a total of eight. And eight is a critical failure. (gasps) (laughs) Critical failure. (laughs) Wow. This is awesome. You are stupefied two, and you are slowed one. Because you critically failed, it's for a total of one minute. But you feel oh. amazing, man. <laughs> Fan Ray and Harry Plopper are actually moving at the same speed now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as you're like shaking away very slowly, uh, this like glittering mist that as it dissipates around you, Bill is now looking at you like, Ooh, and he looks at the rest of you. He's like, sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it is Rius's turn. Um, okay, so you said that the the kobolds are kind of being somewhat chill right now, or are they still riled up they, a little they bit? They don't look like they're completely out of it right now, but they look a little less, uh, a little less brave thanks to Fanray's success. Okay, perfect. Um, I would like to... Um, I, I'm, I'm going to, to look at Fenray and at Bill as well, too. And I hold out two of my fingers and this blue light starts shimmering on two of them. And it shoots and hits both of them for a forbidding ward. Forbidding so, ward. Yes, forbidding ward. Um, so... To, so Forbidding Ward, allowing um, Fenray to take a plus one status bonus to armor class and saving throws against the enemy's attacks to make it look like I'm trying to buff Fenray up. Sure. To the audience. Uh, and then I want to start ma- making my way, uh, start kind of walking in between f- uh, Fenray and the kobolds as well. Sure. So you cast your spell and then you make, uh, you sort of put yourself between the kobolds and Fenray uh, and then Harry Plopper what do you do? Uh, so Harry Plopper will will go. Um, p- Patrono expectus, and uh, he will <laughs> he will shoot his dancing lights at at this uh, at this big old dragon and kind of whirl them around and make them look like magic missiles. Sure, sure. I will go ahead and have the kobolds, actually, since you're using uh, an illusory spell, I will have the kobolds make a will save to see if cool. they recognize these as fake or not. Cool. And that is... That is an 18 against your spell DC. Yeah, um, I, I want you to know, Jim Jam, that uh, undead are not very smart. And so making an undead <laughs> wizard was a horrible choice. Who would have thought that this would be horrible? <laughs> Who could have predicted? Uh, you pass. Okay. Um, you see a couple of... The, you actually can hear in uh, in a couple of the kobolds' voices some, some disbelief. And one of them, like, it's like, that spell is nothing but a trick. This... Wizard's an idiot, uh, and the kobolds are starting to get a little bit more. They're like, "Wait, if these if these guys are idiots, like we could we need to help Bill." And they look like they they they're a little more rowdy again. They're going to get up in the business. Okay, uh, that was a two action spell, I believe. So uh, yes, it was. Or no, you are slowed one permanently forever, so that was all you can do. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> slowed one. So that takes us to Hawk's turn. Mm-hmm. 
So, Hawk is within a hundred feet, right? Yes, you are within a hundred feet. Great. Um, now, if I if I use my hunter's aim to give myself a plus two, does that give me a plus two to my deception as well? No. What? It doesn't. All right. What if I scream like a madman and have my dog start barking to make them look at me while the arrow flies towards the thing? Uh, so you want to make a distraction. That would be a deception to try to set up a distraction. If you succeed on that, then I will give you a slight bonus to uh, anything that you manage to do to Bill. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use one action to tell Ajax to speak so that the dog starts barking. Okay. And then... Yeah, then I'm going to start being like... Okay. So why don't you go ahead and make an intimidation check, I guess, is probably what you want to go for. You want to scare me? That was... All right, we're trading these out. Because that is a 10. Oh, no. We're so... <laughs> they, they don't seem to... They, they seem so scatterbrained at this point that they're not really focusing on you the way you hoped they would. Uh, right. Fair. So you still have one action left. Well, I can shoot two arrows with one action, and that might be distracting as well. Make a deception check to see if you can avoid actually killing Bill for real. Yeah. Well, this is a plus zero. So let's see. (laughs) Hey, a 17. Oh, 17. Uh, And that's plus zero. Yeah. That is a. Sorry, where did it all go? That is a success. Uh, so now, instead of rolling, instead of rolling your normal damage, roll one d six plus your and add your charisma modifier, and tell me what the total is. <laughs> so add zero. <laughs> all right. Hey, but it's a five. Okay. So right. this, you don't pull back all the way on your bow, and the arrow is just sort of weak, like it just sort of. Uh, and it strikes Bill, and he's like, oh, ow, oh, I have been struck. Oh, my minions, I, don't worry, I will, like, totally defeat them, though. Um, and some of the raspberry uh, is, like, is like, dripping down his, uh, his shoulder now. And it looks surprisingly like blood. I actually, I forgot to give you a plus one bonus because of the raspberry, so that's actually six damage that you've done to Bill. Mm. All right. Now, uh, um, the only thing that I actually want to point out, sorry, uh, only yeah, in case no. it matters to you, and I don't know that it does, but Night of the Night Lily was saying no perform checks, and I actually forgot to explain that you can make performance checks uh, instead of deception or intimidation if you would like. So if you have performance, you can use that as a, as a skill. That's good, but because I have zero in everything. Nice. <laughs> can I use uh, intimidation when I attack? Just out of curiosity, sorry. You made an intimidation yeah. check. Um, you 
commanding in the order dog to deceive them. Yeah, yeah. You actually, you did. You have used three actions in the future, though. No, you would not be able to use intimidation to attack. That's okay. A thing. That's but a remember, I shoot twice on one. Is that only against right. hunted prey? Oh yeah, I forgot to do that. Oh well, uh. still did something. <laughs> so I guess we'll just have to move on to Zima. <laughs> okay, so first of all, uh, Reyes, did you cast uh, where to go? Uh, forbidding Ward on you cast it on Fenray, right? Yes. Okay. I want to cast Forbidding Ward on Bill, uh, and what oh. I want to do is go over and say and kind of say to the cold kobolds as well i'm going to burn him with with this light that i will shoot right at him right now nobody come any closer and then i want to cast forbidding ward on him okay uh so i would say two actions for the spell and then i guess you're probably going to want an intimidation check to try to see if you can calm them kobolds down okay so go ahead and uh make that intimidation check the spell will go off regardless because it's uh, you know how to do that okay uh, I got a 17. 17 on the intimidation. That is success. You can see that they were like, some of them are like picking up rocks and a couple of them, not all of them, but a couple of them like drop the rocks and start backing away. Like, Oh, they do no powerful magic. <laughs> okay. Nice. Nice. It is now the kobolds actions. You can see that a couple of the braver ones, <clears throat> one of them in particular steps forward and does decide he's 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 going to step in to help Bill no matter what, and he chucks a rock, and he chucks a rock right <gasps> at Hawk since Hawk okay. is the one who who uh, actually struck Bill Jeez, with a terrible biting arrow, and so this is a total against your armor class of thirteen, which I don't think is going to hit you. Nope. <laughs> no. So you see this rock come whipping uh, past your head and the kobold is like shaking his little fist at you. Uh, but he misses. Luckily. I growl at him. And that is the end of round one. We are at the top of round two. It is Fanray's turn. What do you do? Well, I'm feeling great. I don't know how this <laughs> battle's actually going, but I feel awesome. Uh, <laughs> so... I think the best use of my turn, Fanray takes her dagger in her right hand and like goes, pretends to, she's going to use twin faint. She goes mm-hmm. to stab Bill like in the underbelly and then mm-hmm. swing her rapier up around to like his rib cage. Sure. Uh, if that's at all possible. It is. It's all depending on your perception or deception or performance check. Whichever you like better. Deception, please. I'm a rogue. Okay. okay. Uh, that is a 17. 17 is a success. Deal 1d6 plus your charisma modifier in damage. Well, plus the blood. Plus one for plus the one. fake blood. That's three points total. Okay. You draw the dagger across his belly very lightly, but it leaves that red streak, and Bill is like, ah, oh, like that totally hurt. Oh, ow. <laughs> and then would I make a second deception for the rapier? Uh, yes. Uh, Just out of curiosity, 
just because you did critically fail, uh, you are stupefied. Just so you know, uh, stupefied does affect your charisma-based checks. So you are taking oh, that minus two penalty on deception checks. Oh, right. So that would have been a 15 on the attack. 15 is a failure, but I've already written down the damage, and we've already... Uh, that was my bad for not, not bringing it up in the first place. So yeah. we'll let You're that one stand. Game. But on this next one, make sure you apply that minus two penalty because you are stupefied too. Okay. Uh, Bill is automatically flat-footed against this attack. Okay. And I do take a minus five. Oh, boy. Um, which is a 14. So I'm not going to do it. That is a failure. Uh, you notice that uh, you actually strike Bill, but you're, you're moving a little bit too slowly now, and you just sort of like feebly tap him uh, mm-hmm. and and this does seem to sort of embolden some of the other kobolds and harry plopper you hear them say look they're getting scared we must we must press and help uh not think, good i don't think that they're believing us so <laughs> is twin faint one action it is two and that's it's all two I actions? Can do. okay so since you're slowed uh, that is actually all you can do, but a semi-successful turn. Uh, now it is Bill's turn, uh, and he sort of uh, like puffs up a little bit, and instead of breathing, uh, he points at you, Hawk, uh, and says, oh, fear my like totally mighty magics. Uh, and he starts like waving his little paws around, uh, and your bow becomes incredibly greasy. <laughs> and I need you to make a reflex save. Or yes. sorry, an acro- acrobatics check or reflex save. Whichever you like better. All right, we're going to reflex it. 21. 21. Uh, you manage to, like, like this grease, like you just, tr- like, shake the bow real fast. It all just sort of drips off. Uh, and uh, you manage to uh, resist the effects of that particular spell, whatever it was that he was trying to do. Uh Ooh. But luckily, it will not affect you. And then for his last trick, um, Bill will sort of, like, bite at Fanray ever so gently. And he is going to make a deception check. Uh, That would be a 14 against your... uh, which is a failure. So unfortunately, he, like, feebly bites at you, uh, but he just sort of, like, like, he almost seems, like, scared to do it and he sort of gently uh, uh, places his teeth near your skin and some of the other other kobolds now Harry Plopper you can hear them like confused and they're like what what happened what's happening uh, and they're starting to get more and more angry uh, and you can see Bill is like looking around frantically like oh I don't think it's working guys but that is all he can do and it is Rias's turn next. Um, Rias is going to lift just his hand and his his eyes that that golden golden brown color. They slowly start to pulsate. And he just looks at Bill and and I'm going to cast command and say, "Bow down to us." Okay, uh, that is going to. It will save. Save, and that nice. is that is only an eight, which I don't think it's going to do it. Actually, that would be a critical failure, Jim. Oh no! So that means oh. Bill would have to use all three of his actions on his round to bow down to us. 
Whoa, that is certainly going to cause some controversy in the Cobalt community. Uh, excellent, um, excellent actions. You still yeah, got so one I, left, I believe. Yes, I will do that. Uh, that's a two-action thing. And then I just want to use the other one to turn back around and just stare right at the Cobalts. Just look at them menacingly. Okay. You look at them menacingly. Uh after that, it is Harry Plopper's turn. What do we got, uh, bud? So Harry, Harry will look at the kobold that threw the uh, the stone at Hawk. He'll say, "Um, oh yes, well, all of you kobolds, just you know, um, stay out of it." And uh, <laughs> so intimidating. And then <laughs> I'm and scared. Then he'll go fear my Drake man root. And he'll he'll uh, he'll cast Tanglefoot on actually on the Cobalt. So I'm I'm doing oh, a okay. spell. Yeah, on the Cobalt. On the Cobalt. Uh, is that a reflex save or are you a spell attack? I have to attack. Okay, uh, it's a spell attack, and that would be an eleven. And 11 is unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. You, like, try to shoot this spell, uh, and you miss. And the kobolds are, like, looking at it and looking at you, and you can see, like, the chattering gets louder. Like, they're start, like one of them actually even, like, goes over and grabs a spear and is, like, thumping it on the ground. He's like, we kill intruders! <laughs> um, and that's it. That's all he's got. Those. That's all actions. Harry Plopper, the amazing boy wizard, has. Hawk, <laughs> you can see that things are getting out of hand. Can you save the day? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got there. Maybe. Um, uh, all right. I think I am going to hunt prey. Ah. Let me see what I did there. That's an action. Uh, <laughs> so, now, so now when I take Hunter's Aim on the strike, I get a plus two circumstance bonus. Yes. Would that, would that give me that plus two? You're always bonus hunting. Uh, I'm just... I'm just- I'm aiming. Yes, I will. I will. I will allow that to. You still have to use deception, but you. Uh, you can Great. use your all of your bonuses because so technically a, you are using your aim to not kill something as yeah. well as you can. So, <laughs> plus two. Okay. Hey, an eighteen. An eighteen will do it. Yeah. All right. So I roll that d six. That's that's one of those ones on the dice. Oh. But <laughs> I had got the that bonus damage. Yeah, that raspberry damage is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> What's your total? That's, that's two. Just two. Two <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> Nice. Right, because I, I mean, I can't add, I don't have any deception. <laughs> I got you. Good, so yeah. I rolled, I rolled the one. Oh, I understand. Oh, I understand boy. entirely. Do you have any other uh, things, any, any other oh. hard-hitting things you got for me? Hunter Zane takes two actions, so okay. unless, I don't think I can double it up, 
with my hunted shot. I don't think I can take Hunter's aim and then strike twice in two actions. No, I don't think so. I think that feels like a lot. It feels like a lot. Yeah. Feels like a lot. So I'm done. Okay. Did something you are though. <laughs> finished. But Zima Zima is not. She's just getting started. Uh, so what I would like to do is cast light either right in front of Bill or uh, like on a, a stone in front of him or a tile or whatever it sure. might be. Uh, and and as I cast it, go, now I'm going to light you on holy fire, you horrible, horrible dragon beast. Um, yeah, and, and essentially, as she does that, kind of looks at Bill and is like, okay, act like you're like on fire. <laughs> go ahead and make that deception or performance check alright deception rather the same okay uh, 15 15 uh, is a failure Ooh. 15's not gonna do it um, Bill Yikes. is like too distracted by the by hawk <laughs> by hawk's flying arrows uh, he seems like unusually scared of them and he like forgets to react to your light and oh. he's like uh, the cobalts they they are they are starting to get so so rowdy now. <laughs> uh, it looks like all heck is breaking loose uh. you got any other actions <gasps> uh, you know i'm just going to uh, watching that not happen i just want to go over and just kind of like act like I'm going to punch Bill in the face. Sure. Uh, <laughs> another deception check as an unarmed strike. <laughs> this uh, is amazing, that Jim Jam. is a, an 18. An 18 is a success. Yay! You roll 1d6 plus your charisma modifier in fake damage. <laughs> charisma modifier, okay. Uh, four. Four damage. Four. All right. <laughs> How does there that you feel, go. Hawk? You got a halfling walking up to a dragon and punching it in <laughs> It's her size. In, to- in total, I've done more damage. <laughs> so, so Bill Maybe. like forgets to react to the light and he's like, oh, 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 sorry. Uh, and then as you punch him, uh, he like flips over in the air and he's like, oh, oh you're so like totally strong. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's very convincing to the kobolds uh, who who simmered down. Like there was one of them who looked like he was actually like the oldest of the kobolds had like stood up and he had this staff in his hands and he was like raising it. And then he sees Bill go flipping through the air and he's like stops momentarily. He's like, <gasps> yes. and doesn't do what he was going to do. But it is the kobolds turn and a majority of them are still incredibly angry. This guy, <laughs> them are throwing rocks. One of them is going to throw a rock at Hawk. So against your AC, that is only an 11. So that is a failure. So another rock goes whipping by, cracking against stone. The other one is going to throw a rock at Fanray. And Fanray, that one is going to be a 24 to hit. Ow! That hits! (laughs) You take four points of bludgeoning damage as you're like mock fighting Bill, and then all of a sudden, crack in the jaw, this rock come sailing from the kobolds uh, who are all like cheering now like yeah this emboldens one of the kobolds to rush up and try to grab Harry Plopper (laughs) 
<laughs> this is against your athletics DC, which is 10 plus your athletics uh, <laughs> bonus. <laughs> That is a 19. <laughs> <laughs> ben got grappled. Uh, <laughs> how's it feel, Ben? Wraps yeah, critical success. Around you. you are immobilized. You are, you are restrained. Which is basically immobilized and flat-footed, and you need to make a DC-5 flat check to cast any spells <laughs> whilst you are grabbed by this kobold. Uh, and the kobolds were incredibly rowdy this round, and one of them actually grabs the spear and charges in and tries to stab at Zima, who had struck such a brutal blow against Bill. And Zima, against your AC, that is going to be 17 total. Oh, my AC 16. Oh, so he stabs you with the spear. You take three points of piercing damage, and the kobolds are just looking out of control. You're going to have to do something to keep them in line, or it's going to get actually deadly for you soon. Fanray, what do you do? Well, I only have two actions because I'm stupefied, Jim. That's true. <laughs> and slowed. Sorry, it's That's slowed. true. Uh, so Fanray is going to attempt a swing at Bill with our first one, with the rapier. Uh, deception. And that's a failure. That was a two on the die. Six is eight. (laughs) so bad. Uh, it's surprisingly (laughs) enough, not a critical failure, but it is a failure. Oh, man. Okay, uh, and with her second action, she turns to the rowdy kobolds and, like, aims her dagger at them, ready to throw it, yeah. and she yells, If you take one more step, I will rip the wings off of this dragon and force-feed them to you. Make an intimidation check. My wife is very... Awesome. 23. <laughs> 23. That is a critical success. Yay! You move the cobalt's rowdiness down two steps. Uh, the one, uh, it looks like one of the one with the spear who had stabbed Zima, like drops it and like runs back into the crowd. Uh, uh, one of them that looked like it was going to rush up on, on Harry Plopper uh, and, and grab, or the one that grabbed Harry Plopper is like suddenly rethinking his uh his his choices in life uh sorry i don't know why i got lost there but it is then bill's turn bill is like oh we really gotta figure out some way to end this soon guys this is this is a little bit too much um uh and then he actually i forgot he had critically failed against his his command so he is going to um spend all three of his actions, he like drops to the ground and bows his head and begins like, oh, this is really weird, but I think it's kind of working. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't like not having control of my actions. Uh, and the other kobolds see him doing this uh, and they, after fan raise intimidation and now seeing Bill like uh, subjugate himself in front of these, these mighty heroes, they're like in pandemonium uh you hear rocks clatter to the ground as those who were about to throw just drop them uh the one that was actually grappling uh with harry plopper lets go and rushes like backs away uh they seem to be in total disarray and both of those things seem to have really really turned the tide here in terms of where the kobolds are 
that was all three of Bill's actions. So it is Rias's turn. Okay, so they, they, they've calmed down a little bit then, yes? Quite a lot. Like, it doesn't, Quite like, all lot. of them now are hesitating. Like, <laughs> nobody looks willing to step forward for the moment. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing into that, and I'm just going to look. I want to look at all the kobolds. And because I was glaring at them uh, at the end of my last uh, round, and I just want to say, you see your leader bow before us. She will end his life. You should all be terrified. And I want the frills to come up off the side. Ooh. I want to try to demoralize all of them, Jim. Make an intimidation check. Uh, that is going to be a 16. 16 is a success. All of the kobolds have now backed away entirely. It doesn't look like any of them are going to step forward. So uh, they are also, if they, if they lose on that, they are frightened too. Frightened too. Frightened too, and nobody is willing to put their, risk their necks now. It seems like to them... The tide has totally turned. All is lost. You hear moans of despair, uh, uh, panic, chattering, as some of them discuss running away entirely. And it is... I'll, I'll keep my frills up, and I just I just want to take at least another five-foot step towards sure. them as well, too. You step yeah. towards them menacingly as they back away from you. <laughs> Harry Plopper, you've been released, even that. though you were just grabbed. Then, then suddenly, your companions seem to have frightened all the kobolds <laughs> away. You are released... What do you do? Uh, uh, so Harry, Harry Plopper will, uh, will, he's gonna, he's gonna say, I want you all to know that I'm, I'm the boy who died. And if I die again, well, I'll just be brought back to life and, and then, I'll come back weaker than before. Ah, but now you should fear me. Your father, DeCavra! <laughs> He's going to cast telekinetic projectile and, uh, and shoot a rock at the dragon. And uh, okay. try, try to avoid hitting it, but make it sure. look sure, sure, sure. like it. Deceive them, Harry Plopper. Great. Great. That's a four. <laughs> that is a critical <laughs> failure. It looks like your ridiculous display. Like your your the, the rock goes like bouncing off the wall, bounces back towards you and like hits you on the head. Uh, and you're like, Ooh. and all of the kobolds start laughing uproariously, and they're like, you can hear some of them like wait, no. They're still idiots. We help. We help. Uh, and they begin advancing again on the combat. Take us to Hawk's turn. You see that things were going so well until Harry Plopper had to ruin it. What do you do? Plopper. I mean, I guess I'm going to take another one of those hunter shot. The, sure. the, uh, the aim. I'm going to take my aim. Nice and slow, taking two whole actions okay. to make sure that I get this right. And by that, I mean get any advantages to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a 19 total! Ooh. Hey, that's going to do it. That is a success. Roll that fake damage. 
All right. Hey, that's four plus the raspberries is five total. You can see that that Bill is looking very bloodied. Uh, and he's like starting to like dramatically sway on his feet. And he's like, almost guys, I think we got him. Uh, it is Zima's turn. Eat him. Uh, I think Zima just seeing that we're so close, she's just going to go over there and try and kick him right in the face. Try to <laughs> kick him while he's still on the ground. Uh, down. Yes, yeah. if you can manage this. Okay. I think this will surely that be the end. Put. Uh, 12? Uh, unfortunately, you managed to uh, uh, slip on a little bit of raspberry juice, which has gotten all over the floor, and your <laughs> foot goes wide, and instead of looking fierce, it looks kind of ridiculous, uh, and you are unable to connect with Bill in a convincing manner in any way. Uh, the kobolds, once again, a little emboldened this time. Uh, some more rocks come flying out of the darkness, though no others seem to be uh, willing to step forward. A hawk, uh, hawk, here comes a rock at you. That is going to be only an eight. So I think that is going to miss horribly. That's, that's a critical failure. Critical right? miss. Uh, so this rock just goes sailing way over your head. It's, it's they're still apparently far too frightened. And in fact, they're frightened, or uh, they're frightened too right now. So that would actually be a, an even more critical failure uh, because I forgot that penalty that they have to take. Uh, the there is one more rock coming out of the darkness, and that one will go right for Harry Plopper. <laughs> yeah, Harry Plopper, because you looked so silly. <laughs> Unfortunately, this rock is probably going to look just as silly with a total of five with all of my penalties. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, does not hit. Somehow managed to, to miss the little boy wizard. He just shambles uh, out of the way. The kobolds that had regained their confidence don't seem to have regained it enough to actually succeed at doing anything. Fanray, it is the top of the next round. You're still feeling slow. <laughs> this is the but you most feel like you do have a chance to end this. This is the most fun Fanray has had working for Heroic Endeavors. I think this should happen every opportunity <laughs> that she gets from now on. Uh, but she will take two attacks against Bill because this needs to end, man. <laughs> All right. A thrust with the dagger. Ooh, 16 on the die. Plus six is 22. Uh, that is a success. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So only plus one for the raspberry juice. That's three points of damage. Three points of damage. You come down, swipe Bill. And it looks like he was just about to like take <laughs> off into the air again after uh, the effects of Rias' spell ended. But then you come in and you know, sort of jab him in the back with your knife, uh, leaving us another raspberry stain. Uh, he does like rise up into the air, but he's like all dramatically wobbly and he swoops overhead in an erratic pass and crashes again to the mossy floor. He makes a dramatic effort to rise, but then falls feebly back down. Villains, I'm like slain. <laughs> oh no. Yay! I see death totally coming to claim me. 
He folds his butterfly wings over his body. There's a moment of stunned silence before he gasps, alas, oh, the pain is so cold, totally cold. And then before your eyes, he vanishes. The kobolds all gasp in horror, horror, some of them sobbing and wailing and like beating their chests before they begin to flee en masse from the cave, leaving you alone. Victorious? A few moments later, Bill reappears and he's like licking raspberry juice off of his paws. He's like, (laughs) oh, guys, that was like totally awesome. I don't think that could have gone any better. Excellent work. You like got me. Like I felt dead. Like that's how in it I was. And as you're standing there in the aftermath of the battle, he sort of like swoops down and he's got, you see this pile of, of trinkets that you see like bits of jewelry and coins. And, and he's like, okay, so like, Payment, because we didn't, like, talk about it a whole lot. I, I, I kind of figured that, like, the joy of helping me out was going to be, like, sort of the driving force. But also, you guys have, like, economy, which is a weird concept, but I respect it. So here, I want you to have some of these things that the kobolds were just, like, bringing me i don't even know where it's from it was i just like could not get them to stop they kept saying it was my hoard and like i don't even do that so here you go and he grabs um a uh, a bunch of rings and necklaces and brings them over uh, and, and just looking at it you guess he's got like 35 gold scales worth of worth of jewelry that he just hands over to you and he's like here you go you can like totally have that also like why don't you guys chill here tonight because like it's laid out and you know we can hang for a little bit and then you guys can go out back home in the morning uh i i suppose that's not a horrible idea right Oh, we did. Yes, we spent most of the day on that little trek of yours, and with helping you, I, I think I would be all right with staying here as well. I agree. I could use uh, some rest. Okay. So you agree to stay, and um, Bill flutters about. He seems to be absent-minded but somewhat concerned with being a good host like he clears away all the rancid food that the kobolds were enjoying and brings in like actual food uh he's like don't worry i got you guys covered uh yes harry plopper harry plopper would uh doesn't eat that food he goes for the rancid food okay Uh um the the the, the bill's just like okay like whatever man um so he feeds you. Uh, the cave is is really really comfortable. The the moss that, that like covers all the stone is very spongy. So even though there are no beds, you actually find very comfortable places to sleep. 
Um, and it's a, a surprisingly restful night. The only thing that you notice is that about, you know, midnight or so, um, you hear like crying and you look over and Bill is holding on to some of the, there was a, there's one of those butterfly wing harnesses that the kobolds, uh, one of them had left it behind and he's like holding on to it. And he's like, could have miss you little guys, you know, but <laughs> I think it was just like, I think it was just like time. And then the rest of the night passes peacefully. In the morning, you wake up feeling refreshed, feeling ready to head back into town. Perhaps you can weasel some more money out of your bosses by convincing them that you slayed an actual dragon, but you're not really certain. Uh, You realize that they will absolutely at some point figure out that no dragon has been slain when there isn't like uh, a massive scaly body as proof, but maybe you'll figure something out. So you say your goodbyes to Bill and head off through the woods mm-hmm. towards Cavalosha. Are this there... was certainly one of the oddest jobs you've had to do in your tenure at HEI, but all in all, none too dangerous. So that's something. And technically, you fought a dragon. So that's something. As you are making your way back <laughs> through the woods for roughly an hour, you begin to hear shouting up ahead. It sounds like voices, angry voices, and then a sharp, pained cry. What do you do? Uh, well, we're heroes, right? So we help. Maybe we can get more payment out of them. I don't know where your head is at. I'd like to sneak forward to try and see what the commotion's all about. Sure, make a stealthy check. Stealth for me. Stealth time. Well, that's a 15. Okay. Uh, You soon... uh, Is anybody else going with Hawk, or is he going to scout ahead on his own? Uh, Fanry would hold everyone back for the moment. Okay. Yes, I would not move. All right. Long tail. So, Hawk, you come upon a small camp where you see two men in hide armor, and they're standing over a scaly kobold with broken butterfly wings. One of them kicks the kobold and says, Speak, you're at! Where are your disgusting little friends? Speak, or I'm going to break your thieving hand! And he bends down and he grabs the kobold's hand in a meaty paw. And the kobold, like, wails in fear, and he tries to say something in his own language, but it's clear, like... You couldn't understand them, and it's very clear that these guys aren't going to understand him. And this guy's like, ah, you stupid, filthy little beast. We should just kill it. I'll make a nice pouch from the hide. And they both start laughing. (laughs) But neither of them seems to have noticed you yet. What do you do? Um, oh, man. That's not very nice of them. Um, Hawk's going to try to do one of those, like, one of those, like, whistle calls? <laughs> Would that be a nature check to know which kind of bird it is? Uh, well, it sounds like what you really want to do is a deception check. 
but you don't want to use your deception bonus because right. it's because it's uh, it's non-existent. Even that you are you are trained in in scouting and moving through the woods, I will allow a nature check to successfully mimic a bird call. Now, All right. Mm-hmm. Jim Jam, would it be a nature check to discover that that bird is not? It a bird? would be a nature check on the on the person hearing its part to see. Oh wait, that's that's no bird. That's a signal. That would be a nineteen plus an eight, making it a twenty-seven. I'll call that a critical success, giving whoever is hearing this and making a nature check a plus two bonus. Good. Ooh, so determine that's a signal. Total of nine. Fourteen. Ooh. I'll try it. Four. <laughs> Twenty-three. <laughs> Bam. You all, there we go. You all hear <laughs> this bird, uh, and you're like, wait, not a hawk. Uh, and nobody seems to be reacting, Zima, but you're like, wait, no, that that's that's the signal. That's 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 the we're being signaled. <laughs> it's time to go, everyone. Why are you just standing here like this? I like to think that uh, Harry didn't hear it because he's just now catching up to the party. <laughs> he just gets there. <laughs> <laughs> Been trailing behind the whole time. Uh, and, go ahead. I was going to say, as I wait for them to to show up, I want to I want to mark the guy holding the kobold. Okay. I want to make. I want to kind of like hunt prey him, and I'm just like waiting for something to happen. Oh, okay. Bows drawn. Uh, the two seem to be uh, not really doing anything. They seem to be sort of uh, talking amongst themselves about like what they're going to do. Uh, and you catch like one of them's like, uh, "We're, we're going to have to find our friends eventually. Uh, we're going to have to get back all that loot, or uh, Mad's going to have our heads." Uh, and, you know, and, and, and we got to just find out where they've been hiding all of it. I just, I don't even care if we kill the buggers although that would be a plus i mean this one was weak enough i think you know depending on how you know they're just chatting amongst each other making these plans and it does seem that that um they they want something from this kobold so they don't seem willing to actually uh act out their threat of killing it just yet Mm. um and i would like you to make a society check all right is it a a bird society? It's just a regular society <laughs> check. With no additional bonuses to it. Well, with another 19 on the dice plus 1, that would be a 20, Jim. <laughs> the one that has been sort of threatening the kobold reaches down as he's talking to his friend and you see his his uh, arm sort of comes out of his sleeve a little bit and you see this tattoo. It is a crossbow bolt through a human skull. And then he's talking about mad. And you're putting two and two together. And you remember that back in the city, there are posters in HEI headquarters of wanted criminals. And there is a notice out for a gang that has thus far eluded the uh, the authorities in Cavalosha, and it is it is a gang headed up by a woman famous for uh, robbing people on the road using her 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 trademark crossbow, uh, and they are known as the Crosswind Gang. 
named after their leader, Mad Crosswind. And it is just about that time that your companions catch up to you. Now, the only thing that the only question I had for your companions are, were they just stepping forward or were they sneaking forward? No, I don't know. We're going to sneak because Fanray has uh, the skill feat Quiet Allies. So Ooh. I can lead the group and I am the only one that has to roll a stealth check. Oh, fancy, fancy with your feats and your abilities. I'm giving her buffs. Plus, plus five. Plus five, Jim. For what? Just because? Just because. Yeah, we, got, we got buffs. We got buffs. <laughs> uh, it's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, you managed to get up to Hawk. Uh, and Hawk, right as, as this is dawning on you, Fanray like, reaches out and puts her hand on your shoulder. Uh, she's got the whole group in tow. Everybody has snuck up admirably quietly. You're all together. What do you do? Uh, I would I would whisper to just whoever's right, Fan Ray, who's right next to me, these two work for MAD. And I think the kobolds stole some of their loot. It's probably the loot we have with us. Well, yeah. Well, do we save the kobold? What, grey boy? Um, uh, sorry. Uh, I was just listening in to what the kobold had to say. And, um, the kobold has to say... What what are you doing, Ben? What are you trying to do? I'm to rolling me? a perception check on what the kobold is saying. The kobold has not been speaking. Oh, He's right. lying almost <laughs> unconscious on the ground, watching these two humans bigger um, in a language it doesn't understand. The, the kobold is saying nothing. <laughs> so, I think we should go help it. All right. Well, at least we might be able to tie one of them up and get information for where MAD is. Maybe we can turn in two quests at once. I would agree with that sentiment for sure. I like it. Let's do it. We only need one alive, right? Right. I and you would like... I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to take a hunter's aim at the guy's leg. Okay. Then we will have you roll an attack as your surprise round, and then we will immediately roll initiative. Go ahead and roll. All right. But we're we're using stealth, right, Jim? Yes, those of you who are sneaking about using stealth as your... uh, All of us, great. So that's an 18 to hit. 18 is a hit. (coughs) All right. That's going to be a D8 of damage. I don't think it doesn't get any other. So it's only three damage. Okay. He's got an arrow in his leg. He's got an arrow in his leg. You fire this shot. As soon as you do, pandemonium breaks out amongst the camp. One of the, the, the one who'd been threatening the kobold like perks up real quick. He's like, they shot you. We're under attack. 
Oh, he just doesn't seem to know what to do at first. Uh, and the other one like grabs the arrow and he's like, no, you don't just stand there, get a weapon! And it is time to roll in it. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, baby. Ooh. And you said we're using stealth. Stealth. <sighs> yeah. Uh, 12 for Reus. 12 for Reus. 24. Nope, 26 for Fanny. Oh, and Ray yeah, on than top a of it once again. 26 for Hawk, too, though. Wow. Nice. I think I know that Hawk is going to go first. Uh, 18 for good old Harry Flopper. Good wow. Harry Flopper. Zema That's exactly has what you had last time, bud. I know. Zima. 23. Whoa, nice. you guys are on it. Get in the drop. Hawk, you fire your shot. <clears throat> Arrow sinks into this guy's leg. The two goons up ahead of you are just panicking as they as they frantically reach for weapons. But you go first. Yep. And I have already marked him as my hunted prey. So I'm going to use... One action to take two quick shots. Hmm. All right. So here's the first shot. That's a 16 on the dice. Plus eight is a 24. 24 is, uh, that's a hit, bud. <laughs> All right. That's eight damage. Max damage on that one. Ouch. And now here comes the second attack, which comes in at a minus five. That is correct. Minus five. All right. Oh, no. Well, that is a critical failure. Critical failure. Uh, your yeah. hero, like, funks into the tree. Uh, the the shaft of the arrow just, like, splinters and shatters. All right. Well, now, here's the thing. I've only used one action, so I'm going to use two more actions to take my hunter's aim on that same guy. To give me, it would be a minus 10, but now it's plus two. So pretty much it's a straight die roll. <laughs> okay. Let's see what happens. No, that's a six. Six is oh. not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> you, you one, one arrow, you looked really cool for a moment. I did. Uh, but uh, it's, it's not going so well for your second Second shot. Your second no, volley. Two for four. <laughs> Fan ray. Uh, how far away are we from where we had been hiding to... 20 the feet. 20 feet? Yeah. Fan ray, uh, we'll move forward 10 feet. And as she does so, I'd like to draw two daggers. Is that possible? Okay, okay. Can I draw both at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so move up, and I'm going to throw two daggers at this guy now that I'm 10 feet away. Oh, you're throwing them. Okay. Yes, I am. Uh, roll. You would only be able, well, yes. I think you'd only be able to, because if you're moving one action, drawing, mm-hmm. throwing, so you'd only be able to throw one of them. Throw one. Okay. But you can do it. 17 on the die makes that a 24. Nice. Yeah, Woo-hoo! uh, that is a hit. Is that the same one that's been shot with arrows already? Yes. All right, go ahead and roll damage. Yes. 
Four points of damage. Four points of damage, but uh, after after taking two arrows and a knife to the chest, this guy's had too much. Uh, and he just like collapses forward, bleeding out onto the ground. Uh, his companion is like freaking out now. Zima, it is your action. This guy hasn't even done anything yet, and he is in bad, bad trouble. Ah, Zima's going to yell to everyone, Real quick, did we want to keep that one that's bleeding out alive, or uh, are we okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for the other one. Keep that one alive. The the one on the ground? No, keep the one that's alive alive. That one alive. Okay, great. Just wanted to be on the same page then. Uh, I will bless uh, everyone. Oh, so. no. Okay. So in a five-foot <laughs> burst around you, there is the... You get ready to get that bonus for bless, except for Fanray, who's moved out of the range. So I'm not going to get this round. Okay. Okay. Also, <laughs> what does is, what is bless do against an undead character? Uh, I don't know. I've never dealt with that particular... Uh, uh, specifically Harry Plopper. <laughs> <laughs> I I bless only him. I don't think it does anything. Okay. It says the targets are you and allies. You are her ally. It doesn't have an it doesn't have an additional effect against you because okay. of uh, because My of heart your was racing, So <laughs> I thought I was already going to take just five from being blessed. I was like, <laughs> what uh? What do we uh, get for that blessing? Um, you get a plus one status bonus to attack rolls. Nice. Uh, yes. And that lasts for a minute. Yep. Thanks. And then every round you can uh, use a single action if you would like to actually expand the radius of your blast to hit uh, further and further out. Okay. If you'd like. Nice. Awesome. All right. But after that, Zima, Harry Plopper, you've, <laughs> you've been blessed. What do you do? Uh, can I see the weapon that this guy is trying to get to? Yeah, he's got a sword, a short sword on his belt, and he looks like he's about to draw it. Uh, so I probably couldn't telekinetic projectile it. No, it's not okay. an unattended object. All right. Um, so uh, what about that dagger? That fan ray is that is that flying around? There's there's oh, lots of uh, like there's lots of sticks and rocks here in the middle of the forest. Uh, the the dagger. All right, fine, sure. All right, so he'll take the he'll take the knife out of the dead guy's chest, uh, you know, with his mind, and he'll sure. go he'll go. Thank God we am so levia and chuck it at it. That's a seventeen on the die, so a uh, twenty-two. That's a hit. Yeah! You actually succeeded on an attack. Uh, Jim, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> it was that bless. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. Um, I did one point of damage. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Three points of damage. I was say, you do get to add your spellcasting modifier. It shouldn't be nothing. Or you really <laughs> have built the worst possible wizard. Uh... So he takes three points of damage, and we move on. Nope, that guy's dead. So we move on to Rias. <laughs> it, was, it was going to be my turn. I bleed for three actions. Uh, Rias, it is your turn. 
Yes. Um, you said the the kobold. He is he is down. Yes, he's he's like uh, he was like sort of slumped up against the tree. He's conscious and he's like now like panicked looking, um, but he's he's um, currently down on the ground. Uh, I'm I'm just going to raise my hand at the one guy. I'm going to actually step forward about fifteen feet, raise my hand at the man, and I'm going to cast command and I'm going to say, "Do not move." <laughs> command. Yes, we'll say. command him, and uh, maybe it's just the fear and the adrenaline surge that he's feeling as he faces death. But he does manage to shrug off your spell uh, with a total of twenty-one. Mm. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll shrug it off. That's okay. He shrugs the command off, not willing to go down just yet. That's and then it is fine. his turn. He actually manages to draw the short sword that he's been struggling with, steps right up to Fanray and tries to stab her with a wild look in his eyes that is going to be 24 to hit. hit. Fanray, no. You're going to take three points of damage. Uh. It's a grazing hit. You twist aside at the last moment. It sort of grazes across your belly, not a dead-on strike. But it hurts, that's for sure. It gets through the armor. Top of round two, Hawk. Um, I think we need to keep this one alive. So, and Hawk doesn't like that. She's just taking a hit. So he's got his, um, he's got his, uh, his bow. Oh, I got to start adding my, uh, precision damage. I haven't been doing that. I could have killed that guy already. <laughs> nah. And I wouldn't have even needed to kill him. Just leave it off. It's fine. Oh, no, don't worry. I've remembered it now. <laughs> so, uh, Don, no, I'm not even going to, I don't even necessarily think I'm going to do it, but uh, I'm going to pull out my kukri. Okay. Run up to him okay. and attempt to trip him. And a trip. It's going to be against his athletics DC. Go ahead and make your trip attempt. All right. I think I, I have to use athletics as the attack. Yes. You can make a melee attempt, unarmed melee attack or athletics. Whichever oh. you I would prefer the unarmed melee attack. Okay. So that would be, let's see, what's my proficiency in that? I should be relatively. All right. That should be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a 15 on the die. Um, so in my, I know I'm proficient. Yeah, I mean, the, the DC was 15, so you're already there, bud. No worries about the math. You managed to just rush up and kick this guy's leg out from under him, and he goes down in a heap. Uh, I think if he falls, he does take a bit of damage, doesn't he? I believe so. Sure. Yeah. I had a nice D6. Now, technically, no, I didn't mark him as my prey. What is this? Did you just, would you just do a thing and quit trying to get more and more <laughs> all the time? <laughs> I just want to be playing the game right, Jim. Yeah. Three damage. Good. He's on the ground. He hits his head on a rock. He takes three points of damage. <laughs> uh, and that was definitely three actions from you. Yep. Fanray, what do you do? He's on the ground, but does he still have a sword in his hand? Uh, he did not drop the blade. So, yes, he would have that in his hand. 
Fenray will draw her rapier. Okay. Move up and attempt to disarm him with the a rapier. disarm attempt. You're basically doing the same thing that your buddy just did. So that's yep. athletics Jason's or an attack on. roll against his athletics DC. All right. Rip his arm off. Mm. <laughs> athletics or an attack roll. Oh, they're the same. But it's an 18 on the die, so that's 22. Yeah, I mean, you just sort of uh, stab down almost right at his hand, and he reflexively, like, lets go of the blade. He's like, wait, what? You're trying to avoid getting stabbed, and then you just flick the blade uh, away from him, disarming him. Anything else? Nope. Moved up, draw, disarm. Gotcha. Harry Plopper. Uh, So, Harry... (laughs) Harry Plopper will look around and say, um, um, this should have worked last time, but, uh, Drake Man Root! And he chucks, and, uh, he's gonna try and do Tanglefoot again. Uh, okay. <laughs> so just, like, to root him in place. Uh, yeah. Here we go. 18 on the die, so that's a 23. That'll do it. That is a success, man. He's tangled up. All right. Uh, yeah, so you take a minus 10-foot circumstance penalty to speed for one round, uh, or you can attempt an escape to remove that penalty. The only question that I have for Rias, you see this guy is tangled up. He's on the ground. He's disarmed. It looks like this just might be over. Do you... Actually, Zima, too. Zima hasn't... Did, I, I forgot Zima. So Zima and Rias, if you intend to allow this guy to be captured, you can see he's pretty well beaten. So if either of you uh, have an objection, we can go to the giving up stage. Yeah, I would just move up to him, just have... Uh, pull out... Uh, what I have to, yeah, uh, I'll just pull out a dagger and just kind of be next to him, ready for us to interrogate him. You step up, and he's like struggling for a moment to get out of this stuff, and then he stops, and he sees all of you. He's like, oh, well, hold on, hold on. It's not even me that you want, right? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, I was uh, 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 tricked, tricked into this uh, life. So, um, I'll tell you where the real bad criminals are. Yes, yes, he just let me go. I'll I'll tell you where where the real bad people are. You can you can go and 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 get them. Yes. Uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, yes, but also we have you, which is a plus. But maybe if I maybe if I tell you where to go then you you let me go right yeah we'll trade we'll we'll trade information for my freedom uh well i think we could probably still get the information out of you even if we didn't give you your freedom (laughs) well you know zima yeah i think it might be all right if we agree to just leave him here oh well okay after yeah, yeah, he's real reasonable. That one, yeah. Just, just let me go, and I'll, I'll tell you right where you can find Matt. The, the real brains of our operation is Mads. Yeah, oh yeah, you, you, she's the one that you're gonna want. Stop uh, talking. Yeah, well, there's, there's, 
Uh, there was a, a logging village where they was they abandoned it, and that's where we're all we're all holed up. Uh, that's that's where you find Mad and uh, some of her boys over there. You know, I I wasn't even really wanting to be a part of her gang. She just uh, you know she kept threatening my life and saying that I, I owed her and I I had to do those things. So. Uh, as I see it, I'm pretty innocent here. I'm a victim. So I, I hope you bring old Mad to justice. Ah. Well, uh, what, do you, what do you all think if we uh, just get this fine fellow here to show us right where Mad is? Uh, Harry Plopper is not right next to you. you. You actually, you hear like this gross smacking noise, like... And as you turn around, you see that he's chewing on the dead body. <laughs> oh. That is just not... Don't do that around me, please. Just stop. Just... No. Put, put the nice dead man down. Sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So the way I see it, we can either take him with us and hope he points us in the right direction, or we can let him go, or we could just outright kill him. Can I roll a perception to see if I believe what he's been saying this whole time? Yes, absolutely. Go ahead and roll perception to, to see if you can... 16? 16. Uh, he seems in total self-preservation mode. He'll say whatever he's got to say to stay alive. He'd love to stay uh, free as well, but like he really just... He, he's, he's ultimately a coward at heart is what the sense that you're getting. All right. I think we should definitely take him with us so we know exactly what we, what we are getting into. Mm, yes, because... Taking the word of someone such as this, I do not think I would believe it. Exactly. That's fine by me. Hawk, would you tie him up, please? All right. I'll do that. Okay. You tie this guy up, and it's the whole time that you're tying He's like, whoa, I, I don't know. I mean, Mad sees me. You're, you're leaving me defenseless. Mad, she'll kill me. And you're, you don't know, you're consigning an innocent man to death. To death. Um, but you get him tied up. Uh, he has no real fight in him. He just seems to be saying nonsense to try to get you to let him go. Uh, you do note that the, the kobolds, uh, that was that they were sort of torturing is is unconscious against the tree um, and obviously uh, the corpse of the man that Harry Plopper went to town on has kind of <laughs> quite a few quite a few chunks taken out of his his arm his upper arm no Harry looks a little bit better after having his little snack. <laughs> Can, uh, after I tie him up, can I, uh, since I'm in nature, do I yes. see anything around that I might be able to help heal this little kobold a little bit? Uh, there's the natural medicine feat that allows you to use nature instead of medicine checks. Did you take that? Yeah, did. All right, then go ahead and roll your check if you'd like. All right, I get that plus two, which makes it a... Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, it takes you a little bit. 
but she managed to bring the cobalt around at one point. Oh, and as soon as its little eyes flutter open, he's like, rah, 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 rah. what do you do? He seems absolutely terrified out of his mind. He, I mean, he was certainly in a pickle before, but from his perspective, he's you're you're the ones who slew the mighty Bill and mm-hmm. <laughs> like terrified of you more than any. Uh, we should have seen that one coming, I suppose. <laughs> would would you all like me to to speak to it? Hmm? Yeah. Yes, please. Oh, all right. Um, hello there. Um, thing. My name's Harry Plopper. I'm the boy who died. I uh, I assume this is in Draconic. Yes. So when he starts to hear your voice, he calms down a little bit. He's looking over at you. He's like, No, kill! No, kill! Oh. All right. But just because you're the only one <laughs> you kill all my friends. I'm the only one. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh. Ah. And uh, Harry's trying to like scare him away now. <laughs> <laughs> so you see he makes the kobold just like burst into tears and then starts <laughs> and the kobold is just like like backing away and just runs off into the forest uh terrified and heartbroken draconic is a strange language <laughs> i think i did it seems you're quite impressive when it comes to making these little buggers run away Hmm. Little Harry Plopper. <laughs> Need to have you around more. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can we can we take a quick peek at the at the camp if there's if there's anything as well too? Sure. Yeah. Make a perception check. Uh, thirteen. 13. It doesn't look like they had much of value here. Uh, they were apparently not even very competent woodsmen. Um, they, the, the camp itself is, is pretty sure you see like the fire pit itself is, is quite a hazard. You're going to have to take care of that. If you don't want to have the forest to burn down, they don't have adequate supplies, even for just the two of them for last for more than a day. Uh, so like they, they have like a, a rabbit, uh, that they had snared that like uh, they didn't even skin it. They've just been trying to like dig chunks of meat out. Like it's just a mess. Like these guys are clowns out here. They don't know what they're doing. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I suppose we should be off then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I agree. I'll, so, I'll, I'll, I'll reach over, I'll, I'll grab a guy that's tied up and just sure. start pushing him forward. Sure. Uh, you begin pushing him forward. He's like, oh, oh, God, hey, hey, oh, I, my hands tied up. If I trip, I could really hurt myself, and that would be on you, wouldn't yeah, it? Good thing we have a cleric with us, isn't it? Fine. 
way that way. Uh, but he leads you uh, through the trees and another 15, 20 minutes um, through the trees, you spot the overgrown hulk of several shacks and a long abandoned lumber mill, perhaps leftovers from long gone loggers now apparently being used as a gang hideout. The guy is like, see, why is a man of my world, honest man I am. And this, that's where they are. So you go and uh, get them, you know, oh. but I'm going to stay back here because, again, Mads will kill me. She sees me. And also, I'm all tied up. So I won't be much use to you. But if you give me a sword, I might even help you bring in these horrible criminals. Yeah, 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 I'll help you. I, I, I my apologies. I do not believe you. <laughs> Can we roll a perception check on that statement? Yes, you can. I mean, it's uh, without even a perception. It's, he's obviously just, he's not a trustworthy guy. Quick question. Why did Mad say you owed her? Oh, because then I had to work for her, see? She says, uh, I owe her uh, a debt because I borrowed some money from her. And so then she, uh, I tried to make payments and she added on interest and late fees. And then uh, before I knew it, she was saying the only way to get out of debt was to um, tie up those people and take all days, I mean, to, to work for her uh, in a uh, criminal capacity. But I did it unwillingly. I did not want to. No, no, ma'am. Ah, uh, well, what people? Was it that you uh, tied up? Was it? They're fine, I think. Um, just, you know, on the road, meds, you know, she would waylay people on the road and we would have to tie them up and take all their money and jewels. And, uh, you know, it was real dirty work. Oh, I never had the stomach for it, but, you know, it was that. Oh, get the crossbow bolt right through the old noggin. Hmm. Hmm. Well, seems like uh, we maybe are, are taking care of something bigger than we had originally planned. It's okay. <clears throat> and then I, I want to pull out and level my crossbow just like right at this guy's face. Is there anything else that we need to know before going in there? Tell oh, me now. I think you've got it very well covered. Very well covered. Uh, right, mighty heroes, just the kind of justice that this forest needs. Good. I want you to turn and face the camp. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And as he soon as he turns that. around, I want to take the butt of my crossbow and I want to hit him in the back of the head to knock him out. Crack him in the back of the head and he just crumples like a, a wet paper towel at that point. And it's about that time that Harry Plopper catches up. <laughs> and that is when <laughs> Harry Plopper arrives. <laughs> There's another dead snack on the ground. Harry Plopper begins eating the man. No. <laughs> he's not dead yet. Stop. He can be. Oh, he's not yet dead. I cracked him on the head, but he's not yet dead. Um, <laughs> that was a good rhyme. Sorry. All right, I guess 
we need to go find man, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, this, I assume he took us to this logging village he had mentioned before. Yes, you guys are standing just on the outskirts of it. You guys are sort of hiding around um, um, some old, overgrown equipment now. You can see there are several uh, shacks that presumably would have been where uh, loggers who actually stayed out here would stay out here for like weeks at a time doing their work before uh, getting leave back in the city. Um, There's an old, disused lumber mill where they would have actually uh, uh, treated the wood and separated and, and actually made it suitable uh, into actual uh, Could I roll a perception check to see if one of the buildings looks used? Uh, I assume they wouldn't really be using like the logging equipment. Uh, and, yeah, like, none, of, the, none of the equipment know? looks like it's been touched. So would I be able to determine which building looks actually used? Sure, yeah. Go ahead and roll a, roll a perception. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, standing there for a good 10 minutes, you actually see people coming in and out around, like the, the, like this place is where they live. Like people come in and out of buildings. Uh, you count uh, three men, and uh, it's it's right around the 10-minute the, the mark when uh, out of one of the buildings, a woman with fiery red hair steps out uh, into the camp and she starts uh, talking, barking orders to some of the guys who are standing around. Um, so you count a total of four people, three guys, and then what has to be Mads. Would we remember if this is a dead or alive situation? Uh, this is a dead or alive situation, yes. Perfect. As long as we can keep her away How- from the gray one. How far away uh, is is this group? You guys uh, standing well back to avoid detection are about 60 feet away. Nice. Uh, so, Jim Jam. Yes. Uh, tell me if this is okay. I know I only have two actions because I'm permanently slowed. Yes. Um, but uh, I, I would... I did take the meta magic feat reach, uh, mm-hmm. and I do have a ranged spell that I would like to do. If I can pre-prepare the reach to it as like an action, but you know, I mean, what yeah. do we think about this? So you want to divide, so it, it would normally take three actions to reach spell, but you want to divide those three actions between two turns. Yeah, uh, because you're right? currently undetected, you're not in any kind of danger, you have the time to prepare an action like this, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if everyone is is ready, my me old mates we used to take snowballs and throw them at one another, and I could do that right now. They're very painful if they hit. Well, aim true if you're going to. Oh, oh yes, yes. Um, and he'll prepare a snowball. And then with Reach, just lob it in there at her, hoping to plant it right into her face. Oh, gosh. We can only hope that's how it works <laughs> why, out. Why did we let this happen? Wait, maybe, can I make it a little uh, nicer with magic weapon? 
Uh, no, because because he's he's just <laughs> casting a spell. You can't cast magic weapon on. Like he's not using. He's not creating a weapon that he then uses. The spell itself just that's its effect. I was hoping <laughs> <laughs> a magic snowball. Yeah. While while it's in the air, can I hunt prey? <laughs> you all can take. Uh, yeah, yes, you all can take an <laughs> action. You got it all the way to Megan. <laughs> Everybody gets a free action before we before we get into the initiative order. Uh, this snowball goes launching. I assume you're hunting prey, Hawk. Yep. Zima, do you have a free action you want to take? We lost Megan. She's too into the into the snowball. I am. I am. <laughs> uh, uh, Fanray, is there a free action you want to take? Uh, draw my dagger and rapier. Draw and weapons, Rias. Uh, I would, I've already got my crossbow out. I'll go ahead and load it. I mean, can I bless? Or that? Yeah. Be, that yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. You cast bless. Oh. Uh, well, everybody <laughs> gets a little better. Uh, I do need a spell attack. All right. Good oh, buddy, Harry Plopper. <laughs> Come on, Plopper. Please be good. Okay. 16. 16. I don't think I get the effects of Bless. Yeah, we're not going to add the effects of Bless to this one. Now, the thing is, normally, that would be a fail. (gasps) However, Mad is not aware of your position. She doesn't even aware that she's being attacked. She is what we would like to call flat-footed. Yes! <laughs> flat-footed that is going to strike her squarely. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so excited yes. about this snowball. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Oh, oh my yes. Gosh. Thank goodness. Oh, five points of uh, of cold damage as it just <laughs> smacks into her face. She gets blasted in the face by this snowball uh, out of nowhere and immediately screams we're under attack <laughs> and it is time to roll initiative uh jim jim just to let you know you take a minus five foot uh status penalty to your speed oh, for one round okay. oh that's bad. are we rolling oh, uh perception, perception or self stealth, stealth. Yeah. you guys are all stealthy so you can roll yeah. steel oh how does the 30 sit in the lineup with a nat 20 Oh, gross. All right. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Who's next? Uh-huh. Uh, dirty 20 for Rias. Dirty 20 for Rias. Uh, Zemma got a 19. 19 for Zemma. 16 wow. for Fenray. You Fenray, put- not as on it as you have been, but that's all right. Still a good initiative. You could put Harry Plopper last. Oh, Harry Plopper, first to go, but last once it gets to the, the action begins. <laughs> He's too excited about hitting somebody with the snowball. He was, yeah, you got way too into the <laughs> snowball. Uh, Hawk, you are first to react after this snowball goes launching. Mad screams were under attack. Uh, she, like, looks over, sees Harry Plopper across the battlefield, <laughs> like, wipes snow from her face, and, like, has, she's got this huge freaking crossbow she's about to whip off of her back, but you do get to go first. Yeah, I... I've, I'm, all my focus has been on her, so I'm going to take my hunter's aim, take that nice two actions, get that plus two there, 
and I've been blessed. So there's a plus three on top Fantastic. of my usual. On top of the usual with a 19 on the die. That is a 30 to hit. Okay, you critically hit. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I'm remembering my precision damage this time, Jim. You do this so, every time, and I hate Hawks so much. <laughs> so I will roll my 4d8s and my d10 for the deadly damage from the bow. Oh, no, oh, into the box, into the box, everybody. All right, that's a 7. That's a 7 for 14. Uh, adding 10 between these two is 24, plus 5 is 29 damage to open on the leader. Wow. I hate <laughs> so much. <laughs> Wipes the snow away from her face. Red face from the cold. She's about to get this huge crossbow off her back and just and just lay into this child wizard that dared strike her <laughs> from across the battlefield. And then this arrow just plink from 60 feet away right <laughs> through her eye. And she just like without a sound, not a cry. Yes. She just falls back onto her back dead. And everybody is standing looking at her. Almost like they can't believe it. Like they're waiting, like surely she's going to get up, but she doesn't twitch or move. She is stone dead. <laughs> and Harry, Harry looks at Hawk and he goes, I think we both did it. <laughs> it's Rius's turn. I mean, technically I've got another action. Jim. Do you, do you have another action? Is it, wasn't it too, didn't, is it, doesn't anything that you do cost anything? <laughs> no. Where, where does it all come from? Because I hunted prey earlier. <laughs> I hunted prey, so it takes two actions to do that, and I'll still get one more. So I'm going to... I'm just going to take another shot at a guy, I Why guess. Why not? You'll probably crit him that too. Wow. <laughs> um, it's just a... It's just a... 17... Yeah, it's a hit. <laughs> Sucks so bad, and I don't want to play that. That's max damage. That's eight on the dice. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not dead yet, but he's real getting there. That is my turn. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Cool. It would be Thank the you. boss's turn, but she died. <laughs> so now it's Rius's turn. So Nathan, the, the guy that you shot after you, you killed her, was it to the left or to the right of her? Uh, we'll just say it was uh, uh, boom, boom, to the left. To the left of her. Okay, so, so I see her go down. I see the guy at her right go down. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm actually, I was actually aiming at the other guy to the other side, so I'm going to take one shot with my crossbow. <laughs> um, and that's gonna be a natural one, Jim. Oh, oh natural no. one. Oh man! If only Hawk could have done so that. Uh, the bolt just goes like <laughs> off into nothing. But that was only one action. Perhaps See, Jim, there is balance. <laughs> is there? Perhaps maybe I should stick with what I'm best at. Then. <laughs> um. And I am going to do, uh, well, poo. Um, 
Yeah, I'll just I'll go ahead uh, and I'll cast uh, uh, I'll cast guidance on uh, on Fenray. Guidance on Fenray, yeah. which will take us to Zima's action next. You've got bless active. Uh, if you want to expand the radius, it'll just cost you one action. Otherwise, the spell just continues as is, and you can do whatever you want to do. I will expand it for one action. Okay. So you sort of encompass the whole grouped-up party now. Everybody's going to get that blessed bonus. Especially Harry. Uh, Especially Harry. <laughs> uh, and then I want to use my sling staff and uh, sling at uh, the, the same one that uh, Hawk hit. Sling away, my friends. Sling away. Oh, good. Uh, (laughs) That's 14. 14 is a miss, but only barely. Uh, He he seems to see, you know, he's struggling with the arrow, and then this he almost sees the stone come whipping at him, and he ducks just in time, managing to avoid that. Hmm. Uh, Can I try that again at a minus five? Uh, just out of curiosity, does the sling staff have the reload property, or does it cost? A, is it Not a reload weapon? Not that I weapon? see. It doesn't say anything on okay. here about it. Uh, then go ahead and make a second attack at a minus five penalty. Okay, okay that's a five. So I probably just accidentally aimed towards Harry instead, and you know, <laughs> goes over his head. Oops. Uh, just so you know, the halfling sling staff does have a reload one, so it costs one action to load. Okay. So actually, you wouldn't do that. That second attack wouldn't go off, uh, but you could use your third action. Or so no, it was expand, load, sling. So okay, uh, that's that would be where you are for the end of your round. Don't worry. Uh, it is now these poor, poor forest bandits uh, who have just they've gotten the raw deal, but they finally they see their attackers. Uh, and they begin charging in, desperately trying to save their own lives. One is going to charge in a Harry Plopper. No! Two actions to get to him, one action to swing down at him. All right. Yep. But that is only going to hit armor class seven, so <laughs> I cannot hit the boy wizard. <laughs> one, the one that you shot, Hawk, is going to try to exact revenge upon you by rushing in and taking a stab. So that is going to hit armor class 14. Sorry, I, I didn't hear. What was, what was the armor class? 14. No. No. Nope. Uh, and then you had fired, Zima. So one is the, the third one is going to rush in and try to take you out with us with one strike with a total of 17 to hit. Ah, 16. 16 is my armor class. Ah, finally. I get to do some damage. Uh, that is going to be seven points of damage. He just charges in, blade at the ready, and just like just sort of uses the momentum of his charge to drive the blade into you. But there was two actions to get to you. One action swings for each of them. So that's all they can do on this round, making it Fanray's turn. Fanray, you have Guidance and Bless active, so cool. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Well, now they're in my face. <clears throat> I was going to move up to them, but, you know, they came to me. They made it easy on you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she's going to use her twin feint, uh, so, you know, around the side to then, like, swipe down with the rapier second, uh, hoping to make one of the guys flat-footed to her, whoever's closest to who she's attacking. Okie dokie. So with the dagger, that is a 14 
Uh, 14 is not going to do it. But I think Twin Faint, does it matter that it misses or must I hit with the first attack? Uh, They don't become flat-footed, but you can still make your attack. I don't like that, but I'll take the attack anyway. Sure. At a minus five, oh, that's not going to do it with a total of six. Six. So you come in, uh, the one that that come, came up and tried to stab Hawk, you just dart in real fast. You try to faint, but he looks a little savvy. He sees through your distraction, and uh, then you kind of whiff with your, with your real attack. That'll take us to Harry Plopper. <laughs> um, so... You're right up in Harry's face. Uh, right up in this business. Oh, 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 didn't think that would happen. Um, and so he is going to shamble backwards uh, his his 25 feet. And then while he's doing it, he's going to look at the guy and he's going to go. And the, uh, the cloud on his head, the cloud scar, like starts burning uh and he has drained his cloud scar for his uh his spell to come back to him well as you focus and concentrate these guys are real quick they have a particular reaction oh i I like to refer to as attack ben when he moves away from me (laughs) (laughs) because he's he's provided me with an opportunity wow i will take an attack of opportunity that is these guys have that reaction and as you move away, he... Okay. So don't worry about it. Just uh, what, what it? happens next? <laughs> I, I, what nothing. It? I just have... I, wa- I have two actions. Everyone else is playing 2E. I'm playing 1E, <laughs> all right? I'm over here. I, I walk backwards and I train my bonded object. Okay. Uh, <laughs> might we remind you, you made the choice to be undead. And I am loving it. <laughs> you are real proud of it, in fact. I am proud of it. <laughs> it's fun. I'm having fun. Well, now it's the worst person's turn. It's Hawk's turn, because we're at the top of round two. <clears throat> so, these guys have moved up into my face. They're all up in your business. I don't like it. I'm going to use my one action to grab my kukri. Okay. I'm going to use an action to hunt prey on the guy who's right there. Okay. And now I'm going to try and slice him. Slice his All right. So we've got 14 plus nine because the bless is still active. So that's a 23. 23 is a hit. All right. You know, you keep saying kukri, but all I can imagine is Hawk with a boomerang in his hand. (laughs) He doesn't have a kukri. He just has a really sharp boomerang. (laughs) But he doesn't know it's a boomerang, so he's just beating people with it. (laughs) No, I... All right. I get to add that precision damage. What? Isn't that just for I hunted prey. Is it for literally all targets? It is for... uh, it is for ranged or finesse weapons, and a kukri is a finesse weapon. Yeah, it's a boomerang of finesse so weapon. So much. Uh, it's only seven damage, though. I only oh, got, well. I got, I got max there, and then I got min there. Well, with the with the arrow already in his side, that's enough to open up his belly, and his entrails just spill out onto the ground, and he's oh, and then he dies. That's a deadly boomerang. Uh, <laughs> 
He dies horribly. <laughs> That's my so, turn. Yes. How would you like to ruin my day? <laughs> um, well, first off, this is going to hold up one hand and it starts crackling with green energy and he's going to touch the guy in front of him and cast harm upon him. Harm. Now, uh, yes. the fun fact about attacks of opportunity is that I believe I get to take them when you use a spell within my range. Yes. Uh, actually, no, because there was... Did somebody come up and attack you? Uh, yeah, he came up to... No, nobody? Yeah, so nobody actually you could... I won't get the attack of opportunity because you can cast the spell and then move Oh, no. Up. No, sorry. He went, he went up to uh, Zima. Yeah, so um, I don't yeah. get to hit you, but... Yeah, I, I will walk up to the one attacking Zima, glowing hand, touch him. That you can do. Yes, uh, you get a fortitude save. Fortitude save, which is... Okay, so how much damage do you deal? <laughs> uh, total three. was a critical, so double it. Okay, uh, that's going to be six points of negative energy coursing through his veins. Is that is that with... Uh, did you roll the damage dice twice? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be... 10 points of negative energy oh, yeah. coursing through his veins. Yeah, so you just lay your hand right on the back of this guy's head, and his face almost begins to... It's like, it's like when Palpatine gets the lightning turned back on his own face, and his flesh just starts to sag. He's like, oh, I'm too weak! Too weak! Uh, he looks like he's about to just keel over dead. He is still on his feet, though. Okay. Um... <sighs> All right. Um, oh, no, I can't do that one then. Harry looks over. Um, uh, okay, I'll do that, and I'll just, I'll just try to punch him in the back of the head with my head. No, no, I'm going to climb. i got claws. I'm going okay. to use my final uh, one to, to make a claw attack. Sure, this is going to be, uh, this is going to take the second attack penalty, So, but yes. a natural weapon is always agile, so it's a minus four. Yes. Uh, no, that ain't, that's uh, probably not going to do it. Uh, eight, six, 14 minus four is 10. No, shockingly but, enough, you failed an action. Uh, <laughs> and I survived for just a few precious more seconds. Uh, again. <laughs> uh, uh, so can I, are five foot, five foot steps still a thing? It's just an action to move five feet away, um, okay. but yes, you can. You can still. You can basically move five feet without triggering reactions, but it costs one action, the same that. It, so it's not. Uh, it's not free. But okay, I I want to do that. Okay, and then uh, and then use heal on myself. Okay. Okay. So you step back and heal yourself. Yes, and that is one d eight that I roll for that. That is correct. One d eight. Ah, six. That is a little bit better. Okay. Feeling quite uh, a bit better then. Yeah. And then, um, uh, would I still have another action at that point? Yeah, so uh, it sounds like you used the one action version of heal, so you have mm -hmm. one more action. Okay. Um, I'm going to load my, uh, my, what did I call it? The staff. The sling, sling yeah, so you... Grab one of your sling bullets, throw it in the pouch. You're ready I, for the next round. I smile at that guy as I do that menacingly. It's uh, <laughs> not looking good. It's <laughs> not looking good at all. It is Fanray's turn. 
Uh, the guy that you were fighting is now dead. Great. That's awesome. The other one is over by Rias and Zima, right? Rias and Zima are, are fighting one, and then there's one that was fighting Harry Plopper. <laughs> Try, I don't know trying to. <laughs> why this gray boy is with us. I don't know who approved him. But it would look better if we returned with all of our heroes alive, so I'll go help Harry Plopper. Or undead. <laughs> animate. All, all heroes must <laughs> remain animate. We all can move, even if it is slow. So I will uh, move over there in, uh, and take a swing with my rapier. Okay. Ooh, but that's a 10 total. 10 oh, total 11. is not going to do it. 11 with bless, but you know. Uh, and nah. then I'll take a swing with the dagger in my hand as well. Sure. Daggers are agile, so it's going to be at the minus four penalty. Ooh, so that's an 18. 18, that'll do it. That yeah. is. And this will be seven points of damage. Cool. Ow. Let's add dex instead of strength. Owies. <laughs> uh, did I take actions? Did I do things? Mm-hmm. Then you no, might I don't think so. Sure, yeah, I didn't you take did. any no. actions. So I, I actually skipped so. my turn and went to Fanray first. So I'm going to take my turn now. Uh, and I'm going to stab Fanray three times. Oh. All crits. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Attack number All in it. Attack number one is a 13. Nope. Attack number two, which is definitely going to be a crit. This one's, <laughs> this one's going to get you. I feel it. I feel it. I'm scared. Because of the penalties, it's also a 13. <laughs> nope. What about that I'm third gonna, stab, Jim? I'm going to take a third stab because I can. There's no rule that says I can't. Nope, there isn't one. Um, with the penalties, it's a 12. So I've, I've, I've moved backwards in my quest to kill Fanray. Hey, Jim Jam, <laughs> yeah? just yeah. to let you know, those would have all... Hit Harry Plopper. Stop it. You <laughs> shut him up, man. Shut up. No. <laughs> this guy that just got the life force drained out of him by a lizard folk necromancer is going to whip around and try to stab Rias. Oh my gosh. Why? <laughs> 10 total. Nope. I am rolling so poorly <laughs> and I hate it so much. Your Attack number two is a total of 16. <laughs> that might do it. Does 16 hit you, okay. Rias? Six, 16. Yes, yeah, 16 will hit. 16 hits and I deal damage. <laughs> Four points of it. <laughs> Tremble. <laughs> I don't know, I might as well attack a third time. Why not? I could always roll a 20. It could happen. <laughs> but I rolled a three, so I'm done. It's Harry Plopper's turn. Uh, <laughs> you got so, um, Oh, what? Um, and he takes and builds up this snowball again. And he's like, me mates used to throw snowballs with me. And he chucks it uh, at the guy facing Fan Ray. Uh, facing Fan Ray. <laughs> 22. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's four points of cold damage. Four points of cold damage. This guy is swaying on his feet. He does not look good. He's still he's also, up. He also loses five feet of his movement speed. Loses five feet. He wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. <laughs> there is nowhere for him to go. <laughs> it is somebody else's turn. Rias. Ah, my turn. Turn. Yeah. Um. Excellent. Uh. Well, that, that that guy's standing there. I'm just. I'm gonna continue casting some more harm into him. <laughs> what? Well, this time you. Are. Did we skip my turn? Oh yeah. Oh, are you, oh, yeah. Are you trying to skip Hawk's turn? Oh. Oh yeah. Hawk gets to do things. <laughs> what are you right. trying to? Now hold up there, Jim. Okay. Now, Hawk. <laughs> now who's closest to Hawk? Uh. Take a pick. Either one. They're equal. Yeah, I'll go. Man. I'll go help the kid. We already got two on the other one. Here we go. Oh, might not have done it. Uh, it's only a fifteen. Fifteen meets the AC. <laughs> so that does hit. Oh, but look. I was so silly. I did not mark him as my hunted prey. So it's I not your prey. Six. You fool. Four damage. Four points of damage with that kukri. Well, uh, regardless, you didn't even need the precision damage because he <laughs> dies. That was enough. <laughs> the onslaught from the snowball. Oh yeah, four damage. It's too much. His frail body gives out. Now it's Rias's turn. I will harm him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will take an attack of opportunity this time because you are right up in his business. That's fine. Maybe with a 17 total. Oh, goody. 17's going to hit me. <laughs> Rias, you're going to take five points of damage. Oof. And I win the game. I'm <laughs> <here> now. <laughs> Uh, yes. Make a fortitude save for me, please, Jim. Okay. Okay. Um, 18. Uh, uh, 18, you pass it. There was only one point of, uh, one point of negative energy. Weak. Weak. Um, so yeah, so it, it was glowing green. I try harming. Well, then in my other hand, I'm going to have it start glowing blue. And I'm going to chill touch this guy. So make another fortitude save for me, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hate it. I don't like it. Uh, 19 this time. Uh, 19 is a hit. Uh, that is, uh, uh, let's see, three points of frosty damage. But you passed it, so not taking the whole thing. Well, it's still, still too much. Too much as you just freeze this guy where he stands. He dies. (gasps) (laughs) Utterly defeated me. (laughs) 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 Kaizo Khan twenty twenty. Where we are officially banning Hawk from ever participating in again. (laughs) But you have for the moment one. We do. Uh, well, I would probably say if we want to show that we actually took care of them, should we take her body at least back or perhaps her head? 
or oh, something oh. off of her. Uh, I, I suppose either will work fine, right? I mean, head would be easier to carry, a little messier. <laughs> we could just take a crossbow. Oh, well, but then that doesn't prove that she's dead. How else do you get someone's weapon away from them? Knock them out, of course. Or sneak up on them. Steal it when they're not holding it. All right. Perhaps we do take her body back. It is going to be the most evidence we could come up with, yes. Yes. Also, it will show off that perfect way that you killed her, Huck. Just a bolt through the eye. Oh, and Harry, you can't eat her. Oh, you, you Harry's not in the group because he's already eating uh, uh, another <laughs> one of the, the members. Harry, credit! Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. Ah. Um, yeah, should we double check this? these buildings, make sure they didn't have anyone tied up in there? Absolutely. Talked about tying up a lot of people. Actually, Jim, while they're going through the buildings, I want to walk up to the guy that we knocked out earlier. Mm-hmm. And while he's down, I just, I, I'm, I'm just gonna take my knife and I'm gonna coup de grime. Oh, okay. Well, he dies too. <laughs> um, well, Con, did you just want to kill? Mark it down. <laughs> Mark it down. <laughs> yeah, you got him. Wow. That's you guys turn. are brutal. You guys are the real villains. Remember that? I, I was willing to let him live. I am an undead monster. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy the undead, so it's okay. <clears throat> you, go uh, the camp. You, you, you go through the camp. Uh, you set about collecting trophies so that uh, you can prove that you've killed uh, and eliminated the Crosswind gang. Uh, you find uh, her, her very, very impressive crossbow, uh, which looks to have a rune stamped into the butt of it. If only she'd gotten any chances to use it, it could have been <laughs> such a cool weapon. But unfortunately, she died immediately and anticlimactically. <laughs> Nonetheless, you, you gather up your grisly trophies uh, you determine that mo- there isn't much else in the camp. It does look like the kobolds were very successful thieves and managed to steal just about anything of value. You would guess that all of the good loot is back in Bill's cave. In fact, you have some of that yourselves as payment for helping Bill. <clears throat> With all of that done, you make your way back to HEI headquarters in Cavalosha, where you are greeted enthusiastically by your bosses who uh, you report to them that the, I don't know, uh, were you going to report that you had slain a dragon or that, or that there was no dragon to worry about? I'm going with no dragon because we know what my deception is. (laughs) So you assure them that there is no danger in the Sirota forest, especially since you have managed to uh, eliminate a wanted gang of criminals to which your, the HEI administrator is, is quite pleased and impressed to see the work that you've done. Uh, and you are paid on top of your fees for going out into the forest uh, an additional bonus. So you get a total of an additional 10 
gold scales to add to your treasure halls. Quite a lot of money for a single day's work. Uh, and the promise that more contracts are certain to fall into your laps now that you've made a name for yourselves after catching such a high-profile target out in the forest. And with that, our adventure for the day comes to a close. Because I just cannot handle any more of you. <laughs> it was a great game. Either way, we hope to see all of you in, uh, during our streams. Thank you for the follows. Thank you again for the opportunity to be here. I'll let you get onto some more good PaizoCon online goodness. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.